0: The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audience. It's
1: showtime.
0: It is showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another great episode on a Sunday afternoon here for y'all. Here on Circle Debate Podcast, episode 144. Bienvenidos, señoras y señores. Here on Circle Debate, 144. The host of TV is one C. And of course, here with my other host, me familia, me summit, and my bloodline right here, baby. Right here. Not only on Circle the baby, but we're also, in, also on the Bloodline Entertainment Network YouTube channel. Put the ones up, baby. Put the ones up. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have the Mr. DeLorean himself, Mr. No Roads. He doesn't need no roads at all because this man, he does it all, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need Rhodes. Exactly. Wherever you go, you don't need no roads. But this man takes you everywhere, anywhere, and the past, the future, maybe the pres- you know, present. Sometimes, you know, it all depends. Ladies and gentlemen, my brother Mike Dener. What is up?
2: Michael? What up? What up? What up, man? Circle the bait. <laughs> Love the, the, the bloodline. So glad to be here, bro. Brother, one's up to the bloodline. And like I say, on the rest of the podcast. use podcast. one and hit that subscribe button right here on the circle of the beat. And right here, I'm the bloodline and the network. Let's fucking get it. What up, Tim? What up, Dan? Already in the chat. That's really popping.
0: What up, Justin? What's popping man? I'm a little Which oh. I'm a little hungry. Oh, hey, hey. Same here, bro. Coffee mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: With the official circle of the beat coffee mug. Copy that's your merchandise cool.
0: now. Yes, that's right. Go to the merch store, ladies and gentlemen, and purchase your own very own Circles of Bait and Wrestling DeLorean coffee mugs. So, yes, you can definitely get that. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nipple Mania is r- running wild, baby. Yes, it is. It is <laughs> running wild, TK. That's right. You already know it. But, man, today we got a stacked show, ladies and gentlemen. Before we do, just one very briefly momentarily, do not forget, for all your men out there that needs to get, you know, trimmed up nice down there below and take care of yourself, go wow. to Manscaped.com. Make sure you go to Manscaped.com, purchase all your incredible merchandise at Manscaped.com. You want a promo for you? We got a promo for you. Put the promo code DeLorean capitalized, 20% off of all your Manscaped merchandise. The boxers and briefs are nice and comfortable. The lawnmower, you can just take care and trim it very nice for, you know, of course, for you for your wives or your Sancha's, or it doesn't matter, even for the ladies who wants to go ahead and purchase anything for your vatos, Sancho's, baby daddies, doesn't matter what it is, it can be anything. But go to manscaped.com, put the promo code Delorean, 20% off of all your incredible merchandise. That is right. Yes, and of sir. course, yes, what's well, good? with happy Sunday. That's right, Mr. Universal himself. That's right. Nick Dieterling. Yeah, and right. of course, Streets, my boy, my man. Did an incredible job last night with him and Tim doing the football fantasy draft on the mm-hmm. Roto Snappers on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Check that replay out because they killed it. But man, it's a stacked show today. We definitely got one for you guys. I got, I got the
3: shakes that'll make you quake.
0: I got the fries that'll
3: cross your eyes. I got the burgers that'll. I just got burgers. We got burgers, guys. <laughs> we
0: got everything here. There you go. We got everything here stacked for you on a Sunday afternoon here, ladies and gentlemen. And Kofi, that's right. We live, baby. We live, baby. Dirty heels. Yes. All right. Time to get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into what happened this past week of professional wrestling. You heard it already all over from On The Blood Entertainment Network. Everybody recapped their opinions. But now it's our turn to give our opinions now. So I I think it's about that time. So we're going to start off with NXT roadblock because i was really hyped for this for the show it was a great great event i enjoyed it a lot uh, especially seeing tony d'angelo and dijak opening the show great back and forth matchup man dijak you know taking those moves and i really thought i said it last week i thought that we were going to see stacks turn on d'angelo and him being the don of you know of their their group, I guess, the mafia. I was assuming that was going to happen, but it looks like it did not. So that didn't happen. And we see stacks taking most of the hits for Tony D'Angelo in this opening matchup. And, I mean, Dijak can't get a break, man. He lost twice in a row. He, You know, he lost to Wesley on Vengeance Day. And he lost to this event as well to Tony D'Angelo. But I get it. You know, you got to pay your dues, you know, for for Dijak. But I'm happy that D'Angelo won. Great upset for him. Another, you know... Great matchup of course, Gigi Dolan and JC Jay- Land Jane, they did a, an incredible matchup. I think the the story is not over yet. Of course, even though Gigi picked up the win, but I guess you can tell the aftermath what happened and then it's yeah, it's not over. So we already know that storyline is gonna keep continuing on to stand and deliver. And of course we just saw the Creed brothers and Braun Breaker defeating, you know, uh defeating Jesus Christ. I'm already having a brain fart here. So there you go. Um Just, they were in action as well. The one thing I did like, Braun Breaker now made it official with Carmelo Hayes at Stand and Deliver for the NXT Championship. I'm excited. I am stoked. Oh, man. I am so excited for that. And, of course, we did get the likes of of a Grayson Waller effect with Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels was like, whoa, I got your opponent who's in the face of Stand and Deliver. And it was Johnny Gargano, Mr. Takeover, is back at NXT, and he'll be facing Grayson Waller at Stand and Deliver, which we already know when Gargano left NXT, when he left the company for a while, Waller was the one who took him out. So now, you know, this is more of a karma for Grayson Waller, so I'm excited for that match. Uh, the main event, De Niro just had Shawn Michaels written all over it because the fact is that about a great matchup between, you know, Roxanne Perez and at tomorrow. However, though, the aftermath is seeing Roxanne, yeah, yeah, and then she, ah, passes out. What is that reminding you of? You know,
2: Sean, yes. Yep, thank you.
0: Yeah, you, you said it. You said it. this was Sean
2: Michael. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was written all over there, man. But I, I enjoyed it. I'm a, I cannot wait for this Tuesday's NXT. I think we have Wesley and Axiom. I think they're going to be feeding you know, on. One-on-one for the next NXT North American Championship. So, man, I'm loving everything right now What's going on at NXT. But this event has Shawn Michaels written all over it, man. All over it. Break it down, De Niro. Give us your take, your thoughts overall. And are you happy? Are excited? We're finally getting the match that we've been, been anticipating between Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker at Stand and Deliver. Break it down, brother. And are you also, are you excited that Gargano's back in NXT? Take it
2: away. Not yet 100% for both of those answers. I, um, I, I've been saying for quite a while that the biggest match NXT could do is Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. They were both on opposite sides right now, and they were both building up and building up and building up. And it was known that sooner or later that they are going to have to face each other. So I think, you know, what better time than WrestleMania weekend? It's going to be an amazing matchup. I feel like both these guys deserve to be on the main roster, and both of these guys are going to kill it. So I think that this is the biggest match NXT could do since NXT became 2.0. Or, I mean, I can't do it just as, like, our Tribal Chief Devin does it, but 2.0, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, yeah, it's the biggest matchup that they could do at the moment. So I think that it's going to be a great matchup. As for Johnny Gargano, I think that Johnny Gargano was just about to – You know, really get over with that crowd in the main roster. I feel like after Elimination Chamber, the crowd was a little bit more behind him. So I hope that this is a one off appearance for NXT, like some of these other, you know, main roster guys who went back to NXT did. I hope that this is not Johnny Gargano going and staying on the main roster, but it all makes sense. I mean, on the uh, NXT, but it all makes sense because not only did Waller take out Johnny Gargano on Johnny Gargano's farewell, right? But also, we all know the relationship between Johnny Gargano and Shawn Michaels. They're very close. So Shawn Michaels chose one of his, you know, pupils to go against Grayson Waller. I like it. You know, for everybody who thought that, oh, it's going to be Shawn Michaels versus Waller. No, nah, definitely not. Ne- I didn't see that happening. You know, Shawn Michaels likes to tease that he might come out of retirement, but he never does. You know, that, just that one time where he was looking bald as fuck, but never does. Um, so I, I like this. I like the direction that they're going. Um, you said something about DiJack having to pay dues. That's that's you know it's sad because DiJack is a talented, talented wrestler. I wonder if they're ever going to get behind him. He has all the tools. He's got the size. He has the strength. He has the look. I wonder if they're ever going to get behind him. Shout out to Dylan. What's up, homie?
3: Um, good,
2: so, very interesting. And I feel like it's only a matter of time that Tony D'Angelo is a babyface because Tony D'Angelo is getting over every single week more and more think that it's just a matter of time that he's going to be that next big guy i could see you know maybe a year time from now you'll definitely have braun breaker and carmelo hayes on the main roster i could see maybe the main event of you know wrestlemania weekend next year why not have grayson Waller versus tony d'angelo for the world champion i feel like Mm. these guys are to be that next big stars for nxt as the big stars currently are getting ready to go on to the next level absolutely
0: Uh, another thing too that I'm curious to see because the story how it's developed, which I forgot to mention as well, which is uh the feud between Chase U and Schism. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing that, I mean, eventually we're gonna see Ava Rain, you know, down the line. She's gonna compete at Standard Deliver. I think that's gonna be oh, that's gonna be fire. I think just to see her finally compete on national television. I mean, we're seeing, you know, a lot of things are happening here with Chase U. It could be a, a possible breakup. You know, Schism is, you know, Schism really reminds me of. I don't want to compare them too much, but I would say more like, like the the cult style, style would say of like how the beginning of the beginning of the Wyatt family, you know how when they were in NXT in the beginning, kind of reminds me of that a little bit. But I really enjoyed, I'm enjoying it right now, and I can't wait where it, you know where it takes us to if it takes us to stand and deliver, having to see the intergender, and seeing Ava Rain make her debut at, on you know on the national television platform. So I'm excited for that, man. I, I'm stoked.
2: You know what schism reminds me of? Schism Mm. reminds me of Raven's flock in WC. I mean, you won't take it back. Raven's flock, Raven had like that cult like, you know, leadership. He had his followers and they would do anything for him. They would fucking wrestle in fire if they needed him to. So I I like that, you know, they're bringing that style back for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. Good call on that. I totally forgot about Raven's flock. Good, good call. Yes, he's spitting. Fire, baby. Yes. De Niro's always spitting fire, baby. Yes. All right. Then let's get on into... We're going to do both of them at the same time, might as well. Raw and SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get into it, recapping the highlights of Raw. A couple key moments that happened on Monday Night Raw that, of course, everybody was... And it finally happened. But before we get there, I, I we at least know what's already coming up for Mania week. You know, heading into night one, night two. I know a lot of people were upset that, you know, Paul Abeck was trying to book like NXT Styles five, six matches on these two nights. Didn't want to make it more than that. But a lot of the talent in the roster were not happy that they were going to be part of WrestleMania. So he had to change a lot of directions here and create, you know, more storylines that I don't think he had plans to. But by far, I know that he already had the plans of. John Cena, Austin Theory—that's official. John Cena buried the hell out of him in that promo on Raw. I tell you that he buried the hell out of Austin Theory. We're seeing now Logan Paul says Bronson is an official going to happen at Mania. I know he was saying, "Oh, if the money's right, oh, we already know the money's already getting paid for. You already got paid. What are you talking it's about? You- yeah, like what? You have a contract? What are you talking a contract, about, bro. <laughs> we, You know we have that. We already have Bianca, and of course, Oscar setting up. But man, Rob. I could say it was great. I mean, we're already getting the Finn Balor and Edge coming up pretty soon, that challenge. But what do you do with Damian Priest? That's where I'm like, oh, what about my boy Damian, man? What's he going to do? You know, we'll get into SmackDown. You know, I'll I'll just edit SmackDown right now. SmackDown as well. You know, seeing the likes of Dom and Rey Mysterio, we already know where's that going. I've been saying it. He needed to say it. He said it. He said it. I I thought of you and did too, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I was like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Say it! Say it! And he said it, and he said it. And then when he finally did, I was... Tell me he didn't just say that. I was happy. I was happy he he said it. Finally, we get that. And, And I'm excited. Just waiting for that... WrestleMania challenge. It's going to happen down the line, but I don't know what they're going to do with Damian Priest. So that's what I'm like. What do they do with Damian? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we already see with the five way that happened on SmackDown, we already see that what you know, Gunther is eventually going to have both Drew and Sheamus because next Friday they're going to be facing the winner for a challenge is going to go to a draw and there's going to be both of them triple threat WrestleMania. So we've got those storylines charted. She already guys were Ray Ripley. So, those are the stories input. And of course, the main thing that I want to speak about here is, of course, it finally happened. We were waiting for the anticipation of the turn of, you know, Joe. What's going on, Will? Appreciate you, brother. Popping, Appreciate man. you tuning in. Oh, my tribal chief. Yes. What up? Right. That's, what's popping, man? Let's pop. That's right. But, man, we finally got it. We actually finally got the, the, the moment we've been waiting for. Jay Uso turning on Sami Zayn and it happened on Monday Night Raw. You think I was gonna turn up to you? You think I was gonna be with you? It's my blood, my family. And yep, it happened. And still no KO. And still no KO involved. By the way, good matchup between him and Solo on Raw, too. That was good, solid. Um, but man, now that you know we see Cody getting involved now. I mean. I'm gonna have two-part question. You know, give us your thought overall about Raw and SmackDown, and should they already start doing it next week? Since we're already heading into Mania already, we're getting closer by the minute, by the day, excuse me. And seeing Kevin Owens still saying no, nope, I don't want to be no, 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 I don't want. And just him doing that, it is. Uh, should they wait at Mania for him to be like the mystery guy coming out, which is so obvious? Or should they do it the last week coming up of March? I don't know, man. You tell me, the How would you book it? But that's a two-part question. Break it down for overall for Raw and SmackDown. And let us know what you ta- your take on Kevin Owens joining 70 Cent.
2: I think that it would be, you know, it's obvious, but you know you're going to get that big, big pop at WrestleMania. So I think that it would be great if they did something along the lines of, don't announce a matchup. Don't don't say, you know, it's going to be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. Just say Sami Zayn is going to confront the Usos at WrestleMania, right? And then when he does, you could have the Usos two-on-one beat down. They jump in, blah, blah, blah. And then Kevin Kevin Owens' music finally hits. That WrestleMania crowd is going to go apeshit for that shit. And then he comes down. They make a match at WrestleMania, kind of like last year. It wasn't announced that Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens was going to be a match. It was announced that it was going to be the Kevin Owens show, ended up being a match. You could do something similar this year in the main Mm. event, too. I would have it end the show for night one, just like TK said. I would have it end the show, just a confrontation. Sami Zayn's going to call out the Usos, and then out comes Kevin Owens when the odds are stacked against Sami Zayn. They make it a match. Tag team titles on the line. And then you have, of course, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, I think, take the titles from the Usos. Um, Overall, that storyline is fucking crazy, man. Like, so many twists and turns. And you got to pay attention to the little, 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 little details. If you go on WWE's Instagram, I forgot who was cutting a promo, but there was a promo backstage where in the background, you could see Cody Rhodes trying to convince Kevin Owens something. You could see him, like, talk to him, and Kevin Owens is like, no, fuck it, right? So I love the little details that Cody Rhodes is inserting himself in this storyline. I think that it would be awesome down the line, maybe at Backlash, if we got a a trios match or a six-man tag, uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos versus Sammy, Kevin, and Cody. That would be dope. Um, But overall, like, the storyline is amazing. I love where they're going with it, and I love the twists and turns, and I love that Jay is still with the bloodline. You know, for everybody who thought that Jay was going to break up with the bloodline, like, hook line and sinker wwe storylines gotcha again you know i mean it's it's still real to everybody (laughs) (laughs) overall raw and smackdown were both great um great to see john cena back i love that john cena was breaking down austin theory because it's only gonna make austin theory have more of a ruthless aggression against john cena and i think that that matchup has the potential to be great i would definitely have that on night one probably um we knew we were going to get sammy not sammy um seth rollins and logan paul it's a finally official um good episode of raw I, I definitely enjoyed it i think that it was cool to see like i said john cena then you had jay turning on sammy and then cody making the save this has nothing to do with him it's none of his business this little bloodline business that's on the side here he shouldn't be worried about roman but cody is making the save so i wonder where they go with that mm-hmm. and then smackdown was just as good That four-way opening to crown the number one contender for the IC champion, awesome. Fucking love that. It came down to Sheamus and Drew. Even though that match was rumored and even though that we know it's coming, the three-way, I'm just as excited because they're going to be fucking killing each other at WrestleMania. Those three men are going to put on a banger. And on top of that, we like you said, we finally had Dominic say it. We finally had Dominic say that Eddie should have been my father. The only problem I had with that, right? Because I've been waiting for that moment for so fucking long. But the only problem I had with that is he should have delivered that line with fucking conviction. Instead, he said it in passing. He said it like, "Oh, and by the way, Eddie should have been my dad," and then left. You know what I mean? He should have said it convincingly. He should have been like, "And you're not even my real father." Eddie Guerrero is. You know what I mean? Something like yes.
1: that. Yes, yes.
2: It, it hit, but instead, like I said, he said it in like passing, and he was like, you know, ready to run out the ring after he said it. But. Um Charlotte had a great match with Shotzi that was a really good matchup and I love the fact that we had in the end again you had the brawl between Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn with the Usos I wonder where they're gonna go with that a lot of intriguing shit we only are two weeks away from Wrestlemania though so it's like with two weeks away we still got a lot of questions, so I wonder where they're going to, you know, start heating up the storylines. And now, I don't know if you see the rumors, right? This is dirt sheet rumors, and I don't want to be Mr. Dirty here, but I'm very fucking hype if this happens. But rumors are L.A. Knight might be going against a certain Texas rattlesnake, which would be fucking awesome if they do that, too. So if they add that to the show, sign me up. And shout out to Rey Mysterio going to the Hall of Fame. Shout out to Conan being the one to fucking induct him to the Hall of Fame. Shout out to k Dog. Um, and also, shout out to the rumors that the Great Muda might be going to the Hall of Fame. I went oh, on a tangent here. This has nothing to do with what you asked. My bad. So.
0: <laughs> it's all good. We're, we're, we're going to get into that Hall of Fame because we right, cool. yeah, we're going to get it. Spoiler alert. alert, sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Spoiler alert. But you're right, though. I think if Dom would have said it better, like really convinced us, not to say, oh, by the way, how you said, like, by the way, oh, yeah, Eddie should have been, been my father. Yeah, he, he should have just said, it. I, "I would have if I were him. He would have said, you know, Eddie grows my real father." And then I was like, "Oh, just seeing that." And I know Rey Mysterio wanted to slap him, like, "Oh, you piece of shit!" I oh, I love it, man. But we need to see the ruthless. Of you think this is a game to me? I served hard time. You served hard time, baby. You gotta yeah. give him that. T- gotta give it to but- him. See
3: the tear <laughs> <laughs>
0: See the teardrop. Oh yes. And one thing you're right though about the with the bloodline storyline, if that can be an event night one, then put it like this, let's just say if that does happen. Let's say they've been they may been night one the tag team titles. And you and we go back and go to the Tim King show last night with Justin, Jeremy, and Dylan and Tim, they spoke about this as well. Uh that this should be the night, you know, night one of for WrestleMania because it highlights Sammy and Kevin getting their main event together, along with, you know, with Jay and Jimmy. And this could be where we could see if that, let's say that that happens, they dethrone, they, you know, the Usos. And then not yeah. only that, that's going to pretty much push away from them to be on Roman's side when it is the next day of Roman and Cody. I mean, that could be the case too. That maybe if they deliver that story in that, in that direction. Where he can have no involvement of the bloodline, not even Solo. Solo somehow gets injured, or someone hurts him. Um, Watch it be Stone Cold. <laughs> what about him, Stone Cold? Stone Cold Since versus Solo is a matchup that would be fire, bro. <laughs> I mean, just imagine the Stone Cold Beast be backing up KO and Sammy because he owes Kevin Owens a favor. He could say, "Hey, you yeah. know, you gave me a good Mania match. I'm gonna give you one too. I'll help you guys out with Solo. So that'll be something, right? Like, you see that." Oh well, I'm trying to say something. Oh, maybe so. We'll get that. To that. Would to that would be insane. That would be insane. My attack
2: rate, uh, like that fan did Bret Hart that one year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but maybe so. Maybe you're right. Maybe we could get that. Maybe if we could get that type of direction heading into main night two for the main event for Roman and Cody, then that could be a. That's a great possibility that they could do, and it will. It will work. It would definitely like. Definitely work and it gives it makes it more sense of the storyline completely overall involving you know all parties in this in the storyline. So it, it makes so fucking sense. So you nailed it, and also TK and and Justin and Jeremy and Dylan did the same thing. So go back to the Blood Eye Entertainment Network, you're on it right now. Hit the like button, subscribe, and go to the network. and You'll see last night's show and catch the replay. They did an incredible job.
2: can um, I just say one thing about Raw before we uh, what's yeah. called sign off? I thought that it was a really cool moment and a significant moment for after the John Cena-Austin Theory promo that Cody Rhodes came out and John Cena kind of passed the torch to Cody Rhodes as the next top guy or the top guy currently in WWE. So really cool moment because, you know, for weeks we've been saying Cody Rhodes is being built up like that John Cena character. So it's cool for John Cena himself to come out and kind of acknowledge Cody Rhodes as that man too. So I thought that was a really cool moment.
0: I agree. I I I agree agree 100%. yeah, I you think yes. I, I totally forgot, but I'm with you. I, I absolutely agree with that. That is like passing the torch. Now you're going to be the face of the next five, to, you know, to ten years. I mean, we already know Tribal Chief is the face, all right. So relax, all right. Clark, you know, my Tribal Chief Devon, relax. I don't want to no
3: so long!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know we already know, but the Tribal Chief is the face of the the beat. But Cody's going to be the next one in line, you know. Even though I know you want Tribal Chief a thousand days, it could be. We, I, I still feel that it's a possibility. I don't see that it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I see it is going to happen most likely. But I'm excited. I, you know, Mania week, Mania season is where we all get so stoked, but we're still waiting to see what other matches they're going to put on these two nights of the card. We already named a couple of them so far, but there's still more to add on to, which we don't even know what they're going to do. I know they added already with the three-way, the six-man with the women. Yeah, Trish, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. It was bound to happen. There's a rumor in your window, quote on that, that Trish might turn heel and then get the jealousy part. It should have been me and you, Lita, instead of Becky. And then you set up for SummerSlam. Uh, that's the rumor that's going around. I'm not quite sure. But, you know, it's a thousand for days and beyond. Exactly. Yes, for satisfaction. But she retired. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> is it, is she retired. She retired her. As, last year SummerSlam, right? I think so, yeah. right? I just don't get it. I don't know where they're gonna go with it. Uh, if that's the case, but other than that, I'm just excited to see where they're gonna put Solo in this case. he's gonna have a match, I still want to see what they're gonna do with the rest of the you know of the roster. Like Legado, if you notice, they all turn They all turned face now. They all came out. They all turned face at SmackDown. I wouldn't mind seeing Santos and Damian Priest. What I'm wanting at a mania match. I think that would be a fire match. If I see, I think they would put up a banger match. Um, that sounds. Yeah, you tell me.
2: That sounds fun. Yeah, mostly definitely. Yeah. I, I think that two guys are highly talented, so I would be, you know, all for that matchup. I just want to see these guys on the show. Like, I don't, I don't agree that everybody should be on the show. Like. You know, in years past, you would have like these nine hour WrestleMania, six battle royals, 17 ladder matches just to get everybody on the fucking show. You know, what I mean, yeah. I think that WrestleMania should be the elite of the elite, no pun intended, but an elite card. So I could understand, you know, having just like six or seven matches and then you really build these matches, give them enough time to tell stories. But there's a lot of guys who are very talented and you built up all year. I would, you know, expect them to see on, see them on Mania, especially Solo, especially Priest. I would love to see guys like that on Mania, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, it definitely. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? You think you're going to have that Andre and the women's battle role at Mania? I know they don't really have it on SmackDown, if you remember, but now, like, since they're having the Hall of Fame for SmackDown, like, right after SmackDown or during SmackDown, I'm not quite sure how that's going to work out. I don't know the schedule 100%, but do you feel that they might add the battle roles in that case since they don't have really much options to give for, like, more, like, you know, majority of the roster? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think that it's probably going to be on SmackDown or maybe on the pre-show. I don't think it makes the main show. Um, yeah, I, I just think that Triple H does things different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's not about getting everybody a WrestleMania payday. It's more about, hey, this is WrestleMania. This is the Super Bowl. You don't see every team get represented at the Super Bowl. You get two top teams. That's it. You right. know what I mean? So this is WrestleMania. You're only going to show the top matches, and that's it. So I'm I'm liking it. I actually think that WrestleMania had a lot of filler the last couple of years, so this could take away from that and just you know give us banger matches after banger matches.
0: That's right. I agree. I agree. I, I'm with you the same. I, I don't think they should. I mean, it's just like you mentioned. Like if you don't make it, you don't get paid. Too bad. Sit in catering. Okay, you know, enjoy yourself. Enjoy L.A. You know, enjoy the weekend. Might as well. Motivates um, you to make it next year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Maybe it could be your turn because right after Raw, you know, after WrestleMania Raw could be the next chapter for you know whoever's up, you know, upcoming, you know, talents that are next to be in line, to be in the spotlight. Uh but one thing I wouldn't mind having judgment day, let's say night one, them teaming versus the gallery Fantasma. I don't mind having seeing that. And then maybe we could get night two, you know, now Mysterio, the Mysterios one-on-one. Maybe he could take night one, use it as an advantage, so at least you get Legado involved against, um, you know, against the Judgment Day. We could put, uh, we could put all Judgment Day matches on night two. You know, maybe you could do that, um, yeah. and have night one Bianca and Bianca and Oscar. Night two, Charlotte and Rhea. Night two, Valor and Edge, and then also uh, Dominic and Bray, but have them as an t- intergender tag team versus Legado, along with Selena Vega versus Rhea. That will be great to see. Maybe. I don't know, unless Maybe. they're going to do it before.
2: I'll be all for that. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the rumors are true and we are still going to see Edge versus Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell? I don't know, man.
0: I, I, it doesn't, by the looks of, you know, the interruptions that Edge did, I think we're going to see the old Finn Balor type. But as much as I know, I'm, jump, I'm fantasy booking, okay, guys? I don't get mad, ladies and gentlemen. But something tells me. Something tells me that Finn is going to make a call, and this man will appear. Maybe.
3: Fuck! Fuck! Fuck!
0: Fuck! Something tells me i will be fired, bro. He fired because if Jay White could lead the Judgment Day into a different direction, <laughs> oh, Jay
2: White! Remember, that. Finn Balor trained Jay White you know it's not just oh they were both in bullet club finn Balor trained jay white that's why jay white was a perfect leader for the bullet club because he had that side to finn Balor. so that would be amazing
0: oh. oh yes it would be amazing oh my god i will lose it but if it does happen it just i'm not sold yet i'm not sold yes a switchblade yes a switchblade mm-hmm. Uh, I hope they allow him to come with that theme song. That theme song is dope. I don't give a damn what anybody oh, says. Yeah. I love his theme song in oh, music Japan. Yeah. If he can bring that, oh, that'll be hell of fire. Oh man, but I can't wait, man. We're getting more deeper, deeper for Mania. I'm excited. You're excited. I think everybody is. We cannot wait to see how this the story develops. But the one that is gonna keep, I'm keeping an eye on is a, the Mysterio one. I just want him to say it again, but I want him to say like how you said it with that passion. Vince gonna be upset. I just want that ruthless aggression out of him to just say it, and I hopefully it does. Let's happen. We'll Bring see. Vicky Guerrero back. She's no longer AEW. Bring oh, Vicky Guerrero in god. and
2: have Vicky Guerrero say, "Hey, Dominic, you don't got an answer to him. I'm your mother. Eddie was your father.
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be shit, fire, bro. <laughs> oh my god!
3: Oh.
0: <laughs> I had to do that. Oh my god! That would be, be a good addition person. to the storyline. Oh my god! What, shit. I think that will suit oh will take it to another level. Oh, I- yeah. oh my god. And seeing Vicky on, on Dominic's corner. Oh. Mm-hmm. the real mommy. The real mommy there. Oh that'll be some oh my god, it's good shit. oh damage in it, it wrong. Someone give this man a pencil. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, man, this is such good shit. <laughs> it is good shit. It is good shit. Oh. Alright, so let's go ahead and move on into... Now the announcement that it finally is official. And we talked about it in the mirror. We did talk about it and it's finally official. The king and queen of the ring happening on May 27th in Saudi Arabia. It's fine. I'm not going to, you know, be big. Oh, it should have been here. No, no. that's no, fine. I'm happy. At least it's happening. And it makes sense, too. Saudi king, you know, you got that. Yeah. That. You have that. So, yeah, exactly. So, are you excited now that it's announced May 27th happening? And how and let me ask you this how what do you think Papa H will how he will book this tournament? Will he make it how uh, was back in the days? Was it what was it back in the days? Was it eight? Uh it was 18? It was like sixteen men. Sixteen. Yeah. Men, there you go. Sixteen, right? You think he could do the same thing here for for these uh tournaments coming up for King and Queen of the Ring? Or you think he's gonna just do eight? how Vince would do it before. I would just add eight, pal. I'll just put eight. <laughs> like, no, I, I would put 16, honestly. Yeah, yeah you so know, I, I would do
2: 16, but I would have those matches on Raw and SmackDown before the King of the Ring uh, event here. So have it, you know, the first 16 people, and then when it comes down to eight, you can have those four matches on uh, the actual event because that's how they used to do it. Like, I remember I was watching for the DeLorean, like, King of the Ring '96. You had King of the Ring matches, right, quarterfinal matches on the Raw before the King of the Ring. And then when it came down to the semifinals, the semifinals was was on pay-per-view. So they could do it like that. Um, the only thing that I wish, right, I really hope that the winner of this, it's not just you could put a king in front of their name now, right? Because the last couple times you had King Corbin, that didn't mean shit, right? You had King Xavier Woods, didn't mean shit. Back in the day, the King of the Ring meant you got a title shot at SummerSlam. So I hope that this means that whoever wins the King of the Ring gets a World Heavyweight title shot and for the women gets a women's title shot because it means it's, it means more. It's more prestige. And if Triple H is booking this, I think that's what we're going to get because Triple H is a former King of the Ring himself. So when he wins, he got a title shot. So let's do it like that. You know what I mean? Let's not just give him a crown for a couple months and put the word King in front of the name. Like, let's actually make it mean something this time. So... I actually miss the old King of the Ring style. I hope that's what we get here.
0: Absolutely. I'm with you. hundred percent. Great way to go. Well, what's going on? Big Buster. Yes. Oh yes. They have to run right, back. Up. Yes. And Earl, Cole, Earl Cole, thank you for tuning in. Justin was going on. Johnny, Johnny was going on, man. But yes, um, I'm with you hundred percent, brother. I think they should go that direction, bring back the old traditional and this time make it more meaningful with the matches. And then, make the tournament to be more meaningful yes i have the king and i have the queen of the ring like no disrespect to the others but it was just bad booking, you know from vince kennedy mcmahon of course we already know he fucked their, you know but that's just <laughs> me that's just me all right it's all true. of bedtime you mentioned the hall of fame of course they announced the first inductee ray mysterio who is now being inducted by conan k dog baby congratulations to ray mysterio uh, very proud of him to get you know to be inducted, especially here in, in Los Angeles. Oh, I'm so happy for him. And there's Mc- rumors that you mentioned earlier that about Greg Muda. However, another one that I guess is official is right there—the man right next to you—that's Mick Foley right there. So he's he mentioned on an interview that they interviewed him and they asked, and he didn't he didn't drop any name bombs of who called him, who reached out to him to accept the Hall of you know to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. And he accepted. So they haven't announced him yet. This should be announced by Bra, most likely. Uh, he did not say he has someone in mind to induct him, which I'm assuming it has to be Terry Funk. I don't know if Terry Funk's health conditions are great. Uh, who else would he have him induct? Uh, the Undertaker? I mean, who, who do you feel could induct Mick Foley? And who else should be in this Hall of Fame class that should be this year? To the Yeah.
2: So McFoley is actually in the Hall of Fame already. He was inducted in 2013. That's the the rumors sure. was that McFoley got called from a certain wrestler to induct them. Right. Oh, he didn't want to name who it was. So the rumor right now is The Rock. Right. You know, the rumor is The Rock is going into the Hall of Fame. Rightfully so. Rock should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. Right. And then we all know the ties, the Rock and Sock connection. We know he, the, Mick Foley and The Rock are really good friends in real life. Mick Foley always had The Rock's back. So it would be interesting if it is The Rock. You would just think that The Rock would be the first name that you announce if this is the Hall of Fame, because The Rock definitely would be the headliner. So I think that it's interesting. I mean, who else is Mick Foley talking about if it's not The Rock? Who else is in that league? Um, Kane, maybe? Kane, well, Kane is in the Hall of Fame. I think Kane might be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, right.
0: yeah, Kane, yeah, Kane might be.
2: All right, so, I mean, who else could it be? Like, if it's someone who has ties with McFoley, Terry Funk is in the Hall of Fame already. You have, I mean, shit. Even if you want to go back to even a little further matches that McFoley had that were significant in his career, they're all in the Hall of Fame. Whether it's, you know, if you want to go all the way back to Abdul the Butcher, that motherfucker's in the Hall of Fame. So it's like, who else can it be? I think it's going to be interesting. I think that there's a real possibility that it's The Rock, but they're just trying to iron out last minute, you know, dates. Can he make it? Can he appear? And then if The Rock is in the Hall of Fame, who's to say The Rock doesn't make an appearance at WrestleMania to either help or screw Roman Reigns? But we shall see. I don't know. It's very interesting to see where McFoley is going with this, but it's, it's hard to think of anybody else but The Rock. Uh, As for Rey Mysterio, rightfully so, Rey Mysterio is one of the greatest luchadors of all time. You know, the moniker of the greatest mask of all time is not a fucking—it's not uh, just a saying. It it definitely is true. Rey Mysterio is highly respected by all his peers. I think that, rightfully so, he's a revolutionary wrestler who put. Wait, Dom said his Muda deserves to be inducted as well as Bam Bam. I've been saying that for a motherfucking minute. First of all, shout out to Dom. You know, I mean, I think that for sure, Bam Bam Bigelow should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, so I, I think that Rey Mysterio, great choice for the first name to be inducted. Definitely respected by his peers, revolutionary wrestler who opened up the door for many cruiserweights to become bigger stars. Many luchadors to be bigger stars as well. A man who's been killing it in the United States since 1995 with ECW. So I, I'm all for Rey Mysterio to be
0: in the Hall of Fame. You mentioned ECW. What about someone, an ECW alumni, that is asking to make Foley to induct Who can you think? I, I mean,
2: it, it depends. I would the WWE really go that route? I mean, if they do, who would it be? I could see maybe Sabu. Sabu is a legendary wrestler. He had a feud with Foley in ECW. Um, Mikey Ripra. Mikey Whipreck is a good one. Mikey whipwreck who, you know, Triple Crown winner in ECW, former tag team champion with McFoley. And then on top of that, trained a lot of stars to, you know, after his career to make big stars like Amazing Red and uh, Jay Lethal. That would be interesting. Um, But yeah. Raven.
0: Raven. That's Raven
2: would be big too, because there was a part in ECW where Raven and McFoley were tag teaming. And then Raven just got inducted into the Hall of Fame for Impact Wrestling. So that would be cool to see him the same. You know, in the same calendar year for wrestling to be inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, and as for Muda, that would be, you know, it's fitting. You know, people are all like, oh, but Muda never been the WWE. Well, guess what? Neither was Abdullah the Butcher. And Abdullah Abdul the Butcher is in the WWE Hall of Fame. So Absolutely. the great Muda, I believe, in my opinion, like no shade to Abdullah, but the great Muda deserves it a lot more than Abdullah the butcher. If we're going to start inducting people outside of the WWE family. And on top of that, the great Muda not only is respected by his peers, not only is one of the most legendary wrestlers in Japan, he had legendary feuds with the likes of Hulk Hogan and Savage and sting. You know what I mean? He was a part of NWA NWO Japan. But on top of all that think about what just recently happened, WWE sent Shinsuke Nakamura to wrestle the great Muda, Maybe the trade-off was
0: you give us Nakamura, we give you Muda for the Hall of Fame. It would make sense. That would make sense, and then not only that, we're and then we're seeing how like how Oscar's character has been developed, similar to, you know, because she, you know, she praises great Muda, she praises Kage Mudo, so you know mm-hmm. to see her doing what she's doing as her character, maybe we might see maybe Io... Oscar and Shinsuke probably induct him into the Hall of Fame. We might see yeah. that, or unless they ask permission to Tony Khan and, hey, give us things so he can induct him in the Hall of Fame. That's what we're asking for. I mean, that shouldn't be a bother either. So, oh, man, what's going on, Faxi cat? Oh. What, up, what, up? what up? What up? What's going on? But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where they're going to head up to that direction. I want to see where they're going All right. And speaking, I want to see what the hell they're going to do with this, because this was brought up on Monday of this past Monday. And now I I want to get, you know, your take and, you know, give our take about it. So WWE wants to get involved in this legalization of betting odds, you know, putting bets on in two states, which you can do in Colorado and in Michigan, Uh, because obviously the Academy Awards, you can bet on that and that's legalized. Yeah. Yeah. so WWE is trying to get into involved in getting in, in like with fantasy DraftKings and trying to get involved with that as well more deeply. Which there, I think I'm assuming they already are. But you know, that's a it's not like a big high-stake prize money like probably with like 100, 200 bucks. But it's not gonna be like more than that. You can bet on WWE right now currently. You could. It Doesn't matter. But it's just it's not big top price money like other sports that you get money. However, they want to get now involved in that direction, getting into the big pot of money. The only thing is that they'll have to change, of course, the script, which they were mentioning of changing the script and telling the talent ahead of time what's going to happen uh, in the storyline or last-minute change. Hey, we're going to put the belt on this person or this other person, or we're going to change this matchup. To this person's going to win or not going to win. Would this effect, would this uh, affect basically not only just I mean. WWE but maybe the stars because they're the way what do I get out of this if you're putting this you know legalization bets in these two states what does the talent gets out of it if they're losing what about if they don't want to lose what about like if Lesnar doesn't want to lose how are you gonna make that happen <laughs> you get me so it's like because yeah. he's gonna be the he's gonna be not the underdog when it comes to betting but how would you fix this should they hit this direction but you have to just stay away from these legalization bettings. What do you take on
2: that? I mean, I feel like you, you don't want to be considered a sport. You want to be considered sports entertainment until it comes to the money that sports get. And then you want to be considered a sport. It is too risky to bet on wrestling because it's predetermined. And we all know that. So I feel like, you know, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, not even more than a couple, probably like a decade ago. There was a Twitter account that spoiled every pay per view before that pay per view happened, right? I, I think it was like something Dolphin something, right? And they, that account had a Reddit post that they would put the results of every pay per view twenty minutes before the pay per view went on air. And if you if that was the case, then it doesn't even come down to the talent. It could be anybody who's you know working in the WWF who could link. Well, WWF, goddamn the WWE. I'm still living in <laughs> nine. The Uh, WWE, right? Anybody who's working there can leak information and that could be, you know, all you need to place a bet and then win money off of it. So it's a little risky. I feel like they should just probably stay away from the sports betting world because it's not a sport. I mean... I can understand MMA. Yeah. I can understand sports. I don't understand WWE being a part of the betting world. I can understand what they're doing now with DraftKings, like the little things, like how would they win, pinfall submission, how many top rope moves are we going to see? That's different. Mm-hmm. But what, what I was reading when I was getting into this, this is more of like placing bets on the winner. And that's where you get really risky because it's predetermined. Yeah. How do you you know place a bet on the winner? So that's the only thing. There's always been people. That's why we have dirt sheets. Because people like Meltzer continue to make money. People like Sean Ross Sapp continue to make money because of locker room moles who not only hear and know what's going on, but then go reports under the cover to go you know, to all these websites. That's how Meltzer gets his inside information and Sean Ross Sapp gets his inside information. So now do you think that's safe to have betting involved? Because now money is involved. I don't think that that's too smart on WWE's end. You know, we still have... Sean Ross sat breaking news before everybody else in the WWE with shit that's going to happen at WrestleMania and after WrestleMania and all that. So why wouldn't you know someone tell Sean Ross, Sapp, "Hey, go place a bet on Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. R- Roman Reigns is going to win." Blah blah blah. That's the storyline. Come on, it, it's it's
0: too risky. It's way yeah, I, I totally agree. It's way too risky, especially. With the involvement of the dirt sheets, like how you mentioned Meltzer, Sean Rossab, with Keller, you have all of those people gets involved in it. Will make it really difficult for it because they're gonna be spoiling the shit out of it, and it's just gonna be. And they're really gonna look into that. They're probably gonna yeah. be like, "Hey, I want a piece of that pie too." But I mean, you're already getting a piece of the pie. What the hell are you talking about? You're taking people's money, telling like, them spoiling everything else. Man. just be a fan, yeah. enjoy wrestling. Stop mm-hmm. fucking shit up. I know somebody's paying you under the table to make them look great, make them look highly, and, you know, oh my God, praising them. We already know who it is, and you know who you are. That's, you know? fucking,
2: That's fucking bullshit.
0: <laughs> bullshit, Tony Conklin, you're paying them. You're paying Meltzer and Sean Rassap, you're paying them under the table. We already mm-hmm. know that. Stop bullshitting. You're I'm
3: serious, know. I'm not gonna sit back and take this fucking shit.
0: Take it, because I'm telling you the damn truth, because it's the truth. You cater to them, you got them a hotel, you got him, like, you gotta you on know, dinner for a revolution weekend. Oh, front row tickets, VIP. Come on, heel liz is
2: next. He's gonna start yeah. paying heel list to drop news on Lucha Libre online.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go, exactly, exactly. And uh, man, and then we got the announcement that Mark Bristol made on Rampage that now he announced that the, the titles, tag team titles, the ring of honor tag team titles will be relinquished and now will be. A reach for the sky ladder match for those tag teams titles. As we've been seeing Ring of Honor, I mean Mark Briscoe is now. You you know, if you've been watching, well, I, I want to get the Niro's take on it so far, what he thinks, but I want to also get the Nero's take on the you know this being set up for Ring of Honor Supercard coming up on March 31st. And they haven't announced who's gonna be the, the participants. It's gonna be by by theme song. So whoever comes out will be the participants of this ladder match. We already know one, which I already have a good feeling. Lucha Brothers is going to be there, but I, yeah, I settled me a little bit. Of but what are your take on it, man? What are your thoughts of the uh, Mark Briscoe's announcement and having this ladder match? And who do you see involved in this reach for the sky ladder match of Ring Honor Super cool?
2: I I think that this is classy. I think that this is awesome. Um... No, it's it's sad. But it's, I was I was just talking to somebody about, you know, Jay Briscoe passing and all that recently. And I was saying how fitting was it when he had his last match, he won the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions in his last match. Right. Very fitting way to go out. Go- like, we never know what's going to happen, but it's like for him to go out on top, that was fitting for someone like Jay Briscoe. But time time to be the little wrestling nerd that I am and take you guys back in time like I always do. This is what I do. This is the DeLorean, right? I go back in time. I'm going to take you guys back to 2007. Mind you, Ring of Honor never had a ladder match at the time, right? In five years, Ring of Honor never had a ladder match. In 2007, they had the first ever ladder war. That matchup was contested by the Briscoe Brothers and uh, Kevin Steen and El Generico. It was Jay Briscoe who not only won the belts in the very first ladder match in Ring of Honor history, but it was Jay Briscoe who named it the Ladder War. It was his idea. And from that point forward, Ring of Honor never had another ladder match that was not called the Ladder War. It was always called Ladder War. So the fact that we're going to have a ladder match in Ring of Honor and it's going to be the Reach for the Sky ladder match, which is, basically changing the name of the Ladder war to show honor to Jay Briscoe. I think that that's a real classy move. I think that's awesome. And by the way, no one's been in more ladder matches in Ring of Honor history than the Briscoe brothers. Mm. So I think that that's really cool that this is the way that we're going to have it finished. It's not like it's a random matchup. I don't know if Tony Khan went as in-depth as I'm going, right? But this is not a random matchup if you think about it. The ladder match in Ring of Honor was revolutionized by Jay Briscoe. So to have these titles taken off of the Briscoes and given to the next team to hold the titles in a ladder match, it's paying even more honor to Jay Briscoe. As for teams that are going to be involved, I think, you know, for sure, I think they did announce the Lucha Brothers are going to be in it. I think that, you know, I wouldn't have too many teams. I would have maybe like three teams. I would do Lucha Bros. I would do FTR because FTR, you know, deserves a title rematch for those shots, for those tight team titles. And I, I would do the kingdom, the kingdom, who is former Ring of Honor tag team champions, multi-time tag team champions. Great team. See where they go.
0: Absolutely. I, yeah, I'm, you know, that little coffin for sure. You have to have Ring of Honor stars, you know. I get it. Yeah, Lucha Brothers, I get it. I, I don't mind them. Uh, but, yeah, it has to be the kingdom. It has to be. You know, maybe the boys, they can get in. They'll the boys, you know, maybe them. Um, Gates of Agony, you could probably have them. Who knows? It, it, it's, it, it all depends who they're going to be involved in, in Ring of Honor, but I'm really looking forward to how they're going to do it. But let me ask you so far this. So far, of what you've seen right now, the current episodes on Ring of Honor Club, if you have, they had opportunities opportunity to watch it. What do you think so far, how they're heading to? It, it, you still feel, do you still stand by what you said last week? Do they feel like, this is like Dark Elevation and or or Dark. Do you still stand by it, or how do you feel so far right now heading into these recent episodes that came out? We're in, what, three, right, or two?
2: Uh, two? This upcoming week will be episode three. We just got episode two. Okay. I think that, you know, the matches are, look, the reason why I thought it was like Dark and Dark Elevation was it's just a bunch of matches back and back to back to back to back. There was no show intro. It was just, you know, but I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I think show two was a lot better than show one. I feel like they did, you know, the presentation was a little different than AEW and we're starting to see some storylines, especially with the whole Eddie Kingston wanting a title shot against Claudio with the storyline now with um, the mystery opponent. We're not going to say who it is because I don't want to spoil anything, but the mystery opponent for uh, Wheeler Yuta, I think that the storylines are going to be slowly integrated into the Ring of Honor product. As long as they do that, as long as it's a different presentation than AEW, I'm all for it. Ring of Honor is a company that put AEW on the map. It was Ring of Honor who fucking funded All Out. So it's like you would want to see them get that proper respect and have their own image. And I think that we're going to get there. It's just, you know, we're not going to get there right away. We just need to slowly build. I I stand by what I say last week. I I feel like Ring of Honor, they, they didn't expect to be on Honor Club. Of course, they wanted to be on TV. So this might have been a bit of a rushed product, but I feel like they are going to get to the right, you know, the right the right groove and they're going to start, you know, feeling themselves and it will be a different product as long as we have a different direction. And I think to do that, maybe Tony Khan doesn't run that in AEW, but, you know, Tony Khan is going to do what he wants to do. I would have someone like Delirious, you know I mean? Have Delirious a part of that writing committee, have Christopher Daniels a part of that, and just you know
0: give it a its own identity i agree i mean especially delirious was really familiar with the product and he was mainly the main chick guy in charge he took over after yeah. marty scroll situation you know after what happened because i know marty was originally and then after scroll after the whole situation and what the movement situation delirious took over but he was already like marty scroll's right hand man at the time so but he's already familiar with the whole product so it, I, and i like delirious's booking and before before
2: scroll it was delirious it was uh delirious was booking from 2012 all the way to about 2019 and then after scroll was going to leave they gave him the role and then after scroll left because of the incident they gave it back to delirious so he has almost a decade of booking ring of honor so if anyone has experience it's him
0: yeah i agree i mean hopefully uh i hope that they should Another person that keeps in mind to me, because I'm curious to see how his booking is, because I think he booked only one event for Ring of Honor, and that's Chris Hero. And I'm trying to remember what event he booked. This is before, I think, they closed, they shut the door down. Um see, oh, yeah, Delirious was a booker and trainer. Yes, he absolutely was. He was, a, okay, he was originally a trainer. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, I wouldn't mind. Seeing Chris Hero to get involved too in in the production side, the guy, is, yeah. the man is intelligent, man. I mm-hmm. and plus, I mean, Kings of Wrestling, Ring of Honor, PWG. Oh my God, that's
2: what still do one think? of my favorite tag teams of all time.
0: That's the number one tag team. I would love to see a reunion of that. Uh, definitely would love to see a reunion. And man, I, I'm stoked. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you when it comes to Ring of Honor. Uh, Right now, the booking, it's it's still the same. Uh, Just, I just wish that once they're done with, I I don't know if they're doing by seasons. That's where I'm really like also, Mm -hmm. you know, questioning if they're doing by seasons. But also I want to see if they're going to take that into a different platform and not just have it in the, the, you know, the studio. I still want it to be, you know, different. I want it to be, you know, out there, like how rampage, or maybe put in rampage. So I mean, who knows? Who knows how we're, you know how this is going to be all booked? And speaking of booked, this man
3: is the booker right here. El director! I don't oh, book shit. Man. I actually do book stuff, fuck books and stuff. I do all right. What's up, Mike? Hey, I love, you, Ivan. I love you, Ivan. I love you a lot, but I haven't seen DeLorean in like two weeks.
2: So Word, I miss you.
3: Was popping, right I, I, I haven't seen Ivan have in nine days, so I also miss you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you too. I saw you on Wednesday, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a while ago. That was last week. <laughs> that was that was, this week. was, that was another time. that was that was June twenty fifth, nineteen eighty five, or whatever the date is. Exactly future.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, well, that's some real Delorean shit.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna find that out right now. Back to yeah. Jesus. <laughs> future dates. Uh, June, oh, July third, nineteen eighty five. Excuse me, I was eight days off. Close. You were eight days off. You were eight days off. Oh. But we're now getting into Dynamite, which was like five days ago. So I have to like remember what happened and the excitement that I had for it. Because we usually film the day after it happened, so I'm still like honeymooning. I'm still like, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Now I've had like four days to reflect on it. So let's go. Oh, all right. That's right. Let's get it. Let's get it, baby. That it. is right. Because you know what time is? It's time! It's
0: time! It's, time. it's time. Dino, my ladies and gentlemen, I know we normally do it 24 hours after, but we're doing it about what 96 hours after, maybe a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think 96 hours. I'm I'm correct. I'm just trying to be, I'm not good at math, but I'm trying to do whatever I best I can do. But, man, (laughs) great. Great title, right? I think uh, a lot of new chapters. The aftermath of revolution. No, we're not going to cover revolution, gentlemen, because we already did this past Tuesday. Uh, Dino and I and TK we covered that already. The after, you know, the recap of it. But we're not here to talk about revolution because. Now- well, I mean, how
3: many how many things did I predict on that? Pull that card back up, and I'll just go over them. You guys probably touched on it, right? Uh, yeah, you yes. had Mister Thomas. Like, I, 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 pull, I that, pull, that, pull that card back up real quick, and I'll see what I predicted. Okay, oh, what for dynamite or for revolution? No, no, for uh, well, also dynamite, but for uh, revolution, I'll, I'll do in, like, it in like 10 seconds. I'm a local yokel, I think I have to talk. Oh, right, so. I have to, Jesus, I have to look for the card. Hold on, you just there. had it right now. No, that was oh, that, that was dynamite. dynamite. Oh, that was dynamite. Oh, then don't have to look for it. Okay, um, big things I, I predicted was definitely MJF getting two DQs to even the score and using that advantage to get the third win. I was like, that's exactly what I would have done. Uh, The Ruby Soho heel turn called the shit out of that. Um, Wardlow winning and essentially becoming a transitional champ for powerhouse Hobbs because why were they pushing Hobbs if they weren't going to let him win the title so soon and then put hopefully Wardlow, we'll talk about it, into a main card position, which is what I think they were doing. They didn't want to have a heel beat a heel in Hobbs beating Joe, so they gave it to Wardlow for 26 hours. So, yeah.
1: Stuff.
0: Mm.
2: But
1: you know, no,
3: no Sheeta
2: no at, at Revolution, which was surprising. No one had a bigger prediction than my boy Ivan, who said that the main event was going to go four to three.
3: That's you funny. That, it, that is that is Connor McGregor level predictions right there, dude. It, it, because it, it it kind of you have you know how you mentioned you predicted
0: the the DQ right, director? Yeah. So it, it you had to go that route. The fact because. He can't be just all professional and he has to go heel and, you know, get him. He could win one but lose one. But it was, that's what I, how I saw it, how I predicted it, because it wasn't going to be all professional wrestling for MGF the whole hour. He has to cheat somehow, some way. He has to be that heel persona. And mm-hmm. I, that's why I said 4 3, because it's going to get to the point that they're going to go to, it, it's going to be tied against sudden death rules. And it did happen. And yeah, it wasn't
3: going to be. As epic of a match as it was, you guys already went into it. I think it was the second greatest Iron Man match of all time. The best in-ring Iron Man match, for sure. But I think the story that was told in the Shawn Michaels one is definitely a bigger stage. So that, to me, takes number one. But Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, they went zero and zero the whole hour, which was epic as its own self. But they both went into overtime, which I was like, they're doing it. Love it. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. King TKS, the Ticks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right. And All right, right, it's got the whole crew here. Yeah, the so whole crew. here.
3: the house. So that we one. have, up. we have currently nine viewers right now, which I think uh, yeah. is on average higher than our Thursday nights. So that was one litmus it's test I pop. wanted for the Sunday programming, was to see the viewer count compared to the two uh, uh, windows. And I'm digging it. This is good.
0: Sundays yes. popping. Yeah, second best ever. I think honestly, yeah, it is the second best ever. Of course, I don't think I'm not gonna say that
3: isn't gonna be number one. No, hell no. There's no, there's no match that's in a top. top, it, top I, I would say it's definitely number one inside the ropes, inside the four posts. It's number one. That I can agree with because clearly it was. But you know, the overall thing, it was definitely a close number two. Okay, I say it's number but three. That's what I'm honest. Honest. Are you putting that that uh, Sasha Banks Charlotte takeover number number two?
2: Nah, if you guys remember SmackDown, our Iron Man match, uh, Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar, fucking banger, bro.
3: Okay, okay, I like that. That's good. So that's your next that's top five. Of five top five Iron Man. We got to do top five Iron Man. Let's do that. Bring the top, top five, five Iron
0: Man. Uh, Iron, Iron
3: people, I guess we're calling them now. <laughs> <laughs> Iron humans. Iron, Iron people. people. That's still that's still subjective.
0: <laughs> I love it. All right, let's get into the action here. Let's go for Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. We got, of course, the All Atlantic Championship, and that is, of course, now that it's switched to the international. But I I need to get more details of why. But I think the narrow party or Chris can answer me that question. But first, talk about the match, and then I'll ask the question after. Lancer Championship now becoming the international. Orange Cassidy defended against Jay Leto for the opener starting tonight. Great matchup. We've been seeing this man right here, Orange Cassidy, defending the title more often than we would see the TNT. Any title. other title. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love this man. You see, he, he, he's like a third one that we always miss when
3: it's – I got it. It's right just, here. I mean, they're making it, it's, it's, it's comparable to the Walter run right now. Or, yeah, Walter, right? Not Gunter. the other name. Gunter, yeah, same thing. It's Gun-tag. very comparable as far as, like, it's intercontinental status. It's always defended. Yeah, absolutely. But I enjoyed, I enjoyed the match. Good opening.
0: And then, of course, the aftermath, we saw Jeff Jarrett in the attack mode. And it's announced, I guess, in Winnipeg, you're gonna know, have Jeff Jarrett versus Orange Cassidy for the international championship. Now it's called. The I just World want to
3: say World World. that the, the All Atlantic title is gonna be defended next week in Canada on Tony Khan versus Jeff Jarrett. It's gonna be upgraded to the international title. Thank you very, very, very much. I'm serious. I'm not gonna sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> Dude, run the promo. Run the promo that he cut. That's what Tony Khan sounds like when when he's excited. He just talks like this. Thank you for coming to Dynamite. Uh, I, I oh, only- <laughs> <So, yeah>, have <laughs> you guys like seen, to- him yeah.
1: <laughs> have seen him? Yeah, like, oh, have
3: you seen that it. oh. versus- Like, calm down. <laughs> he is such a. I love that he's a Mark, but goddamn, sir, calm the fuck down.
2: <laughs> yeah, you should have seen him in New York when I went to the first Grand Slam. It was he was too hyped for the stupidest shit. So in between, he just put periods. periods
3: between his sentences.
2: Yeah, but in between Dynamite and Rampage, the Acclaim was going to have a rap battle, right? And he says, a tonight, the Acclaim will have a rap battle." It's like, and
0: everyone was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, too okay. fucking hype. He's gonna
3: play. Go go play and play out. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a clip. It's a clip of a clip. Who does this? I, I, what the fuck I, I, clickbait was that? It was a guy talking about the clip. But a picture oh. of the clip. Oh. I hate that. Boo, boo this man. That's what we're man. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, we get, it. Right. we get it. We get it. We can, we can move on. Or not All move right. on, but like
0: this subject. Absolutely. De Niro, take it away, brother. This matchup was great, even though I'm fucking pissed. Jay Lethal is
2: too good of a wrestler to be losing week in and week out. Stop this bullshit. Put some respect on Jay Lethal's name. He's the motherfucking man. But the one saving grace is. I think that this means Jeff Jarrett will be your new international champion next week when he nails Orange Cassidy with the motherfucking guitar. I'm going for Jeff Jarrett. But honestly, though, I honestly think that Orange Cassidy is having a great title run. But since coming to AEW last, what was it, last November, Jay Lethal has had about five or six main events and he lost them all. He's had about eight title matches and lost them all. Jay Lethal was the franchise of Ring of Honor when he came over. Jay Lethal was in his last matchup in Ring of Honor was a Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title match before he came over. He's one of the best wrestlers to ever step foot in the ring. And Jay Lethal is still taking shots and losing every single time. Tim King, I love you, bro.
0: I love you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He said Jeff Jarrett next week. Damn!
3: So I have uh, AEW Results has a pretty swell breakdown. Uh, Jay Lethal has 52 appearances, 20 losses. uh, No, is that 20 wins in singles, 10 losses, nine tag wins, four losses, and one trios win, three trios losses. So he is batting 500 right now. Does that sound like the guy? who at
2: one point was considered, after staying in AJ Styles, went to the WWE, the best wrestler never to step foot in the WWE? Does that sound like somebody who is regarded in, as one of the best?
3: In inside baseball, his protégés, I mean, obviously, you know, his former, and, you know, he trained Sasha Banks, essentially, while he was with her. But, I mean, still, she went on to be fantastic.
1: Trained AJ, AJ Lee? Lee. Yeah.
3: Did he, wait, am I confusing the two? Did he do also Sasha Banks or just AJ Lee? I know. Well, no AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it may be confusing the two, but he— which one did he? Was he like romantically involved with? Was it AJ? AJ Lee. Lee? Okay, so that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, the greatest female wrestler of all time, who is you know not active. AJ Lee. Yeah, and that's the legacy right there. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, De Niro. I, I I, I,
0: this is why I get upset of why you know Lito's taking all these losses. He should be booked better. He should be. I think, honestly, he should have won this one, to be honest. I think it would have been great to see him, you know, finally get a belt and, you know, run with it. But
3: I digress. Director, take it away. Doris, yes. Um, Yeah, I don't see him winning this belt because Jeff Jarrett is in the picture. Um, And if Jay Lethal wasn't in the picture, I'd still be disappointed that Ethan Page hasn't had this belt and ran with it. So, that being said, I love Orange Cassidy's work He is putting it in He is showing people that he's not just um, You know, when he first debuted He didn't even wrestle for a long time He would just do his comedy spots But now he's putting in the work People are seeing that he's actually, like, fantastic Like, top-notch wrestler who can get the job done And not just a comedy gimmick Which I think he's even kind of dropped a little bit Because, I mean, he still has his entrance You know, Justin Roberts still does the wherever, whatever but he's he's doing the work, and um, he's bringing, I would say, some prestige to the belt, and the belt is also, I think, giving him some, some prestige. And, yes, it is going to get dropped to Jarrett next week. Uh, oh, okay. no. Don't say that,
2: man, because I'm going to be – MJF should be scared because when Jeff Jarrett is a champion in 2023, like Dom just said, that's going to make Jeff Jarrett the real top heel of that company because right now it's still cool to hate MJ uh, MJF. Right now, in real life, everybody hates Jeff Jarrett. So who's the real heel? Double J. Uh, Best heel in the business, baby. uh,
0: Jesus. No, no. no. The fuck? No. (laughs) Uh, If it does happen, I will be. Fuck! 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 Fuck!
3: I would be They TVMA for the children at home. Of course. They already did. Was that Jay, Jay White? Why does he sound like uh, Michael Scott? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was listening to it. I'm like, well, why does this... I don't remember this from The Office, because it sounds like the, the clip you have of Michael Scott. No! Please, no, no, God, no!
0: It's the no, same exact voice. Like uh, man, I hope not, but if it does happen... It's happening in Winnipeg, so... In Canada, which what is not the home country to any of these guys, <laughs> that's exactly. I'm just confused. I'm so like, what, what I am confused. Why is this happening in Canada? This I do love that AEW
3: is going to Canada, though. That is a big, big deal right there for me. I can't count how many times they've actually been there, but to do it for Dynamite, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. They did yeah, Toronto, Winnipeg. they did Montreal, and now they're doing Winnipeg, which is good, which is all Right, the home which guy. is good. Yeah, because I remember, mm-hmm. you know, obviously during the pandemic, they never left Kelly's place. Yeah, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, Daddy's place. Yes. Oh, what up, dude? Mike's in the chat. I didn't see his comment. Oh, yes, Su-
0: yes, Mike Lopez in the chat. Suplexology Sundays are great. Yeah, yes, bro, miss that guy.
3: That guy can hop yeah. on any day he wants. His body mm-hmm. is ready and warm. Yes,
0: absolutely. And yes, we have Sky Blue versus Ruby Soho. We did see the upset what happened in Revolution, the aftermath. Of Soho is now the get- they're not now. They're officially known the Outcast. Uh Now it's not the Outsiders. None of that. Now they're the Outcast. So that's the name of the group. I feel like that done before. Uh, yeah. Social. Yes,
3: yes, yes. Social, Social Outcast. outcast. Yes, there it is. There it is. Yes, that's right. Thank you. And of Look course we don't spell it with a K. Don't don't spell it with a K. <laughs> the South got something to say, but don't spell it with a K. No, they, they, uh, I don't think they did. No, they didn't. So Good. You get that's, to, a, that's, that's a rap it. reference. It's the only <laughs> one I can make.
0: <laughs>
2: so that's a big good and Andre.
0: There you go. <laughs> but good matchup for Ruby. Like the ruthless that she takes out now. There's you know her not being a heel again. And she, you know, kudos to Sky Blue as well. Great offensive moves as well. I mean, I'm I'm happy for Sky that she's getting more TV time, and I'm really happy for her. Yeah, in, you, in you a know. major storyline. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And of course, we did see the aftermath. Tony Storm and Soraya coming out, about to go ahead and give it to the loser. Then Willow Nightingale comes out, trying to, you know, tell Ruby, "Company, come back with me. Come on. What are you doing? No. And bam. Nope. Smack. You're, it is what it is." But sorry, Willow. She's she's gone. She is now an outcast, official outcast, and. I want to see what the hell they're going to go with the story. I know, you know, dinner and I, and believe yourself, the director, I don't know if you feel the same. We've been saying, give us a blood and guts, the outcasts versus the originals. Just add Athena to the damn, to that faction, and you're set. You have four women there who could do it. Have, you know, Britt, you know, Jamie Hayter, and who else can you add on them? Then, oh, Jay Cargill, and then add someone else, maybe Chris Statlander or, Statlander. yeah, Statlander. Or Thunder Rosa making her return, maybe if she joins that faction. But everybody's saying she might join to the the outcast, which I think maybe that could be a possibility too. There's so many ways you can build the story. But I Cheetah
2: Rio, you can add all of them in there.
3: Yeah, yeah. So if it's, if it's four and four, my four for the Outcasts, which are the are, who are the Outcasts? The those are the yes. legends, right? That's that's the heels. That's Ruby Soho, Tony Storm, yeah. Soraya, uh, Soraya. Yeah. Then you are born. A fourth, Athena. Athena. Athena, perfect. Okay, Athena. Right, you got to start writing her in now, though. And then the face, the homegrown's Sky Blue, Britt Baker, Jamie Hater. Does Rebel Don't Call Me Reba even wrestle anymore? Is she injured like permanently? She doesn't wrestle at all. She's just like manager. Uh, yeah. She is a wrestler though, right? She did wrestle yeah.
0: before, but not no more.
3: So, she just doesn't want to. Okay, so not her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she does. That's four and four. Perfect. Make it and make it a stadium stampede match because we haven't seen one of those in a while. I think that should. I would not be mad if that was an annual event, but only an annual event.
0: Mm,
2: I
3: like that Stampede match. Okay, that would be like the it, it Survivor, at Double happy. or Nothing. Yeah, it would be the Survivor Series of AEW essentially. It would be a outdoor, no EQ Survivor Series. Mm. Yeah,
2: double or nothing is coming up next, and it's always happened at Double or Nothing, so that would be yeah interesting.
3: That'd Absolutely. be would be cool. would be cool. And, and it'd be the first to have you know. I don't want to genderify, but it would. They're just physically, literally, just all women. Yeah. So, but, continue, director. Break it down for this match. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, yeah, Sky Blue in a major angle, which is awesome because I think she's as homegrown as anybody else gets in this company. Which is, I mean, she's got to be what she's thirteen in this picture. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, that was a that's a dynamite fucking picture right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I don't even know how old she is. She doesn't. Even, she doesn't even have a Wikipedia yet, which. Is how green she is, but she's doing the work. I love that she rocks Chuck Taylors, uh, and not from Best Friends. Um, yeah, I'm excited. She doesn't. She doesn't. You know, she doesn't get ragged on for you know. She doesn't botch. She does her job well, um, and she's just unfortunately getting her ass beat down by everyone in the Outcasts right now. And that's gonna get major. Um, what's the opposite of heat? Pop. Major pops for her. I would say pop, right? Yeah. yeah. So she's gonna get sympathy pops for sure. And that's a good way to build up a, a young and an up-and-coming face. Yeah. Um, and the angle itself is fine. I like the angle. I like that. you know, we don't know if Soraya is producing it or not. She is. She's doing what she said she would do. Um, I have no complaints about this angle. It's The pacing's fine. The heel turn, I saw it coming. But, I mean, like, that's okay, too, because Ruby Soho was not over as a face no matter what. Everything she said in her promo was right. She lost to Stanlander. She got booed. She beat this other chick. She got booed. Like, yeah, that's exactly what happened, and that's why she should say a heel. Mm hmm. All right. De Niro. No, yeah, I agree,
2: too. And something that really did stand out, I'm glad Chris said it was the promo because I like the promo a lot more than the match. I thought that she was spitting facts. And also, you know, I love when someone turns heel and the reason why they turned heel is so logical that you think about him like, yeah, I would have done the same thing. I feel like that's what Ruby Soho did. So great promo by Ruby Soho. We don't see her get much mic time, but if this is how she's going to be kind promos, then definitely put the mic in her hands more often. Um yeah, and, you know, the match is what it is. It was made to make Ruby Soho look like a star and build up Sky Blue as somebody who could hang with the stars. So I, I like it.
0: Mm, absolutely. Yes. Uh, all right. So we'll jump to, to the promos after because there's key points that I want to talk about it, but I want to say those for last before we – I just want to get to the matches very right momentarily. All right. So – Six-man tag. We got, of course, A.R. Fox, Top Flight, versus Jazz. Jazz, not, you know, Jazz, the handsies. Uh, Jericho, appreciate the good, good joke, damn it. The Tom Brady professional wrestling. I don't damn what everybody says. I'm, I'm going to keep on saying it for you, Jericho. You're the Tom Brady of professional wrestling. Damn it, you are. You put people over. Good job. I commend you, sir. Good mm-hmm. job. And, of course, great matchup. Enjoyed, you know, AR Fox has been impressing me every time, man. I am loving this guy. Uh, I know that, you know, director and I are not familiar more with, you know, his, you know, his credentials. I mean, we've done the Indies, but I haven't seen that much of AR Fox in the Indies because me, I guess majority East coast. Uh, but I'm very really happy that he's getting that, that exposure along with top flight. And that guy's an athlete, man. He's a machine for, for what he's doing and love it. It was just, Great overall, the D ring psychology, and just you know how Jericho got the win. Then the aftermath we did get, of course, Jericho calling out. What the hell, why are you why are you calling out, you know, <laughs> you know, Elite House of Black, all that all that drama that, that occurred all in one? And we're getting it next week for a three-way in for the trio's title. You have the elite versus the house of black versus Jericho Appreciate Society, man. When that announcement was made, I went, Ah! yes, I went Nettie, baby, because we get to see two men from Winnipeg, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, and not only that, I mean, just seeing them with Alistair Black, Jericho and Alistair Black, I don't mind Malachi Black, excuse me, I need to correct myself, I apologize. It's all good. Yes. But Malachi Black, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I would love to see that. So what? Jericho's 50, like 50-something 50 years old, but he still can move like he's 40 again. So let him be. I, 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 <laughs> like, you could have said 30. You could have said 30. You stuck with 40. You kept it fair. AJ Styles is 40, because, and he's still moving like if he's fucking 20.
3: Like yeah, but he's got the ankles of, of Chelsea Green right now. So he does, oh, a, yeah. he does one phenomenal four on me. He's out for a week.
0: <laughs> I played it fair. I had to say at least it yeah, okay yeah, yeah. you know,
3: I was going to say. <laughs> I, think, I think Jericho looks. I mean, I'm mean, i not going to say the best ever, but as good as ever for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. But I'm stoked for this match. I like, you know, the whole, the promo. <laughs> the fucking
0: Don Callis. I like that, man. Everything was. It was a good, good setup for coming up this week for, for Dynamite. I really enjoyed it. Uh, And seeing now. Hey, we're going to see Garcia and Sammy. Buddy Matthews, Brody King. Okay, I like this. Kinda like this mixture here. I I am invested. I want to see where they're gonna go with this. I'm really, you know, I'm invested to see how far they're gonna go in the aftermath. So I'm looking forward to how they're gonna, you know, book this trio's belts, you know, feud. So for the House of Black. So I'm, I'm stoked. I'm actually excited for it. So take it What are your takes on it, brother? What do you think?
2: I'm first of all, this matchup right here is awesome. I, I'm a huge fan of A.R. Fox. I've been a fan of his for a long time. Um, I was happy when he got on TV for Lucha Underground. I'm even more happy that he's on a bigger platform here in AEW. So really cool. And yeah, you know, Jericho appreciates his society. I'm going to tell you this right now. Go back in time and watching some of the Chris Jericho matches I've been watching for the DeLorean lately, seeing him mix it up with like Kurt Angle and then seeing him mix it up with X-Pac. I I think that Chris Jericho is not, of course, he's not where he used to be, but pretty damn close because if you watch that match with Ricky Starks, everything he hit, he hit was flawless. The lion's salt, the, the that triangle, you know, drop kick where he goes to springboards off the ropes, hits the drop kick to the rest on the well, outside. The like, to pull oh, and he still does it to this day. Picture perfect. So it's like, you know, the guy is still wrestling amazingly. So I am not everyone going about Chris Jericho matchup. So aftermath, let's talk about this trios matchup that we got next week. This is probably the biggest trios matchup that they could do. This right here is pay-per-view quality. They could have waited for this matchup to be on double or nothing, and I wouldn't have been mad at it. But the fact that we're getting it next week is insane. At Revolution, the Elite versus the House of Black was one of the best trios matches I've ever seen. It was freaking amazing. And now you're going to add Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Danny Garcia to that? I'm fucking excited. And it's not like you could say, oh, well, of course, Chris Jericho is going to win because he's the hometown guy. Kenny Omega's from Winnipeg, too. So, you know, it's unpredictable. And I think that it will make House of Black look like megastars if they beat both the Jericho Appreciation Appreciation Society and the Elite. And I think that that's what, you know, the House of Black needs. After not getting that big of a push the whole time that they were in AEW, I think that they need this really huge win against legends like Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. You have Sammy Guevara. You have Danny Garcia. I think for sure, 100%, House of Black comes up out on top next week, and they become the next huge stars of AEW for sure. I'm
0: gonna drink my tea. Take t- it away, director.
3: Take it away, director. <laughs> yeah, the, the last thing you said about how House of Black blowing up, the fans have been wanting them to be, the fans have been waiting for them to blow up, and it, the fans are doing everything they can to make that happen. It's just not their fault that they're not. But the, the crowd is literally give us House of Black. We will you give us to them, and we will fucking put the helium in that balloon and send it to the moon. They they just haven't been able to push them for whatever reason, and they finally are at that level right now where I think that the, they can give the fans give the fans what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, is this this match is next Wednesday in Canada, and is this a yeah. title yeah. eliminator? This is for number one for title shot. No, no it's this is for a, the title. It's for the title. Wait. So both of these matches. Wait. So are He's these a two team. triple threat? Triple threat. Yes. Oh fuck yeah, bro! Even that's a pay per view match right there. Holy shit! Oh, I said um, they could have
0: waited
2: to double or nothing wow. for
3: that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this was a title eliminator, and the winners got House of Black, which I would have also been cool with. Um, another thing that I like is that you're now identifying the teams of the trios. The division is a little cluttered right now because I I personally can't really tell you unless Freebird rules are are active and I'm kind of over that after the whole like the new day the bar like I'm just like Freebird's a cool rule let's maybe not do that for this but now I can kind of identify who the three are like I don't know who the three are in Best Friends who would represent it, it, it was like Chuck and and Trent and Orange but now it's like Danhausen and Orange and I don't know. But yeah, identifying the three official members of the Trios teams in the division now helps me keep track of, of the division. And I'm cool with that. I mean, Speak, that's just like a point that here. I'm not a fan of. Because I didn't know. Speaking I'm like, what, what three from every. It's all factions wrestling, anyways. Focus on that then. Like, I don't know what don't three from Dark a bigger
2: trio, though, Than this trio right here. I think we should
0: go for the titles. Just saying. I like hey. It. And then oh, we'll guess. have someone else come here to manage it, baby. Professional wrestling
3: about- bigger than Hackenschmidt, bigger than Gotch, bigger than Fez, bigger than Flair, bigger than Hogan, bigger than Moxley, bigger than Keep everybody. going! I Keep going! Tonight, but we're gonna run out of air! Bigger than a Bushy! God, I love this! Bigger than a He's
0: bigger than Bushy because he's here! <laughs> here! Here. 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 here, ladies and gentlemen! Because he is the by God! By God! By God, a podcasting more man. the most valuable podcast in the world. That is right. Money, by God, Mike Lopez, ladies and gentlemen. He is in the house. What is going on? It's been a long time.
3: Fuck yeah.
1: Feast your eyes and fantasize. It's right back here. The camera is big enough this time, so good to be back, guys. How's it oh. going?
3: This feels good. This feels, if Matt was here, it would feel perfect, but this feels right. Word.
0: That, that awesome. is right. Money Lopez is here is gentlemen. oh, we got both mics in the house,
3: ladies
1: and gentlemen. Oh, Me, Mike and Michael Mike, and Nero. Hey, look it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it works, here,
1: it man. works just fine. Or,
3: Heck, that's man. hilarious. I never put that together. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great.
1: By the way, I'm in my house right now. Um, I I was and, watching the show, wow. stopped playing my piano. Uh, I decided, you know what you should have seen yeah. the other
3: you should should have seen this police palace in 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 west B, West Palm beach Florida it was a little bit nicer than this one but this is cozy <laughs> oh that, that's that, right that that's is, right that, that, that is cozy but let's get your take
0: by God a podcast we were talking about the uh the JS versus of course top flight and AR Fox but let, let, give us your take and are you excited for the next week's Triple Threat? Up? break it down for us
1: you know, I heard Double or Nothing. Uh, I This definitely could have been put in there. Um, people would pay to see this sort of a match, right? It's, it's a bunch of dream matches all put in together at once. And, yeah, so uh, I would definitely uh, put that on there, but we're getting it for free. So no complaints, right? Free is always <laughs> better. Uh, well, most of the time. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> honestly, I can't wait. Um House of Black, man. I feel like it's over, long overdue for them to get you know some traction titles on their waist, you know, especially for Malachi. Um, so yeah, I think that him coming back was a good decision. Uh, hopefully, this title reign is uh, is a long one, and that they're able to really uh, bring up that prestige of the trios titles. I know the elite had it, had it, but then you know the whole fight thing happened, and oh my goodness. So I feel like. You know, uh, House of Black is is the perfect team to to take those titles to the next level.
0: Absolutely, and I'm looking forward. I'm I'm stoked and I'm excited. Speaking of excited, I think we're seeing it here now. I think last week we kind of mentioned it, De Niro and I, and the, the director. But now we're getting, we're actually getting it. We're getting the the heel side of the BCC as we saw it here on Dynamite. As you know, for God's sakes, could Moxie take a break? You just came from a fucking battle at Revolution and you're booked already for this Wednesday. You're not selling he- He's not director. selling it. He's not selling it. What did I say? He didn't sell a pile driver. He's not oh, I'm I'm digressing like because this man is not selling for Hangman. He whipped your ass. You took a beating. Say, get away. It should have been Claudio Wheeler doing this, not him. But they got him involved. And then we saw the aftermath. Of course. You know, Moxie with the win with the choke. didn't let go right after. Of course, Uno comes out. And the whole, you know, Wheeler, come in and Wheeler was there. And then the whole, you know, debacle occurred. Hangman comes out. And then right there, they jumped Hangman. So it looks like we're getting BCC going heel moving forward. And I like it. I think it's about time we see something different for the Blackpool Combat Club. And I said it before, too, that it's, this is more – they're gonna get to that. They're gonna get to the that direction of like like the hard foundation, in the beginning. They're gonna be like, oh, we're not entertainers. We're here about professional wrestling. This is what it's supposed to be: the sports of combat and all. I have a. They're gonna head that direction, and they're gonna use us promos, you know, whoever they feud with, uh, you know, down the line, moving forward. But man, I'll take it to you, De Niro. Break it down for us, brother.
2: I think this shit is stupid. I think Moxie should take a break. I feel like, you know, he's <laughs> not sweet. <laughs> no, I man, I'm dead ass. Like, gosh, how many so times? Wait, he's back I, I, I know, yeah. Yeah, he's going through wars and then comes back the next week and he no sells what he just went through the week before. And this was only a couple days before he went through hell with Hangman Page. Finally taps out. Never taps out in AEW. Taps out finally, and like nothing. He's here wrestling and. Now we're going to continue this whole storyline with Hangman Page and John Moxley. This shit could have been finished. And to be honest, I think they did book, like, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they book for next week Hangman and I think uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds versus the BCC?
0: Uh, It's now, um, it's, uh, what's his face? It's Evo Uno and. Who's the guy? Fuck, not Alex Reynolds. Alex Reynolds? No, no, no. His former partner, the, the original one. one, the other one, who Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson. They're in Canada, so he's gonna be. You know, he's in Canada, so their team. Is but it, it's anime. a trio's match, right? So six man tag. Yes, yes.
2: All right. So here's another thing. I think that this is above this storyline and more an AEW issue. I feel like right now, since the trios division is still fresh and new, there should be no other trios matches on the show unless it's to advance that division. Let's make the trios matches special that now that we have titles for the trios and a whole division. Let's not have multiple trios matches on the show, especially when we just were talking about a dream trios, three trio match that we're going, we're going to have next week, and then we're going to have yet another trio match on the same show. It doesn't need to go that way. You could have had John Moxley and Claudio versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. They do not need to add Hangman to that. I just feel like that's an issue that they have. They, they need to make the trios more special by eliminating some trios matches that they do on a weekly basis. And that's where Moxley and Hangman, this should have ended with the war that they went through at, the, at a Revolution. I don't know why we're continuing the storyline.
0: Yeah, I'm with you in that. Director, break it down.
3: Uh, yeah, I, 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 sorry. I mean to sound like John Moxley getting choked out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's about time that the Blackpool Combat Club picked a side. We've been talking about how no one cares if you're right down the middle unless you're Bill Alfonso. So them finally going heel and identifying as that, it's at least movement in crowd association because we're, we, we don't like it when we don't know what to do. We, we, we're very apathetic to someone who hasn't been clear with their their intention. We were still cheering Moxley, essentially, up until last week's match, which he definitely no-sold like it didn't happen. That's weird. But now we know that he's definitely full heel. Um, the biggest plus out of this that I want to address is I'm hoping we see this as his new finisher, but a fucking Darce choke is amazing. Mm. That is a great, great selection for a submission from a guy who had the bulldog choke for a while. He would do, like, that hip toss into like the you know the schoolboy choke, which is kind of cool. It's very macho. But the Darth choke is like, I mean, it's an MMA move. It's used all the time. And it looks tactical and dangerous. Um, and I hope he continues to use it. He can even hit it out of the Death Rider. If I were producing his moveset, you can hit a DDT, and you're already in the Darth's position. I would love to do that. If he doesn't do that, I'm doing it. I'm going to do a suplex into a Darth. <laughs> and- <laughs> Take that move! You to take it when they you go back in the ring. <laughs> Shana Baszler's original Caraputa Clutch. She had done it. She had done like a suplex, and then turned it mid suplex into the rear naked choke. And I thought that was the fucking coolest thing ever. And she hasn't done that since like she won the title against uh Kerry Sane in uh, NXT like five yeah. years ago. So yeah. yeah, Death Rider into the Darth Choke. That's money. It, if he it, does it, that. It, I'll, be, I'll be a fan.
0: It's kind of like remember when he did when he he did that but but doing the bulldog choke at first. But yeah, he was doing do the bulldog choke. And hit the, Reverse
3: hip toss like yeah. into the choke, which is cool. Okay. I mean, the Death Rider into Darcy, even wilder. Oh, yeah, I, that, I, that's I my big plus. Is his finisher from this? That's I'm good on the rest of this. Um, the hangman page thing, god damn it, why? It's over. <laughs> it's like the Sopranos, it's fucking over. Quit hanging on. Yes, <laughs> that's right, that's right. And of course, I've been wanted. It's been a
0: long time I haven't done this. So I gotta do it, man. Because he there's a five years he's here, man. The undisputed, the unmatched, the unrivaled, and the unscripted and the uncensored. Go ahead, buddy. By God of my look this
1: it's over, it's done. <laughs> let it die, please. Let it die. This feud is over, my goodness. Uh you know it's it's just why are they are, is this going to happen is this feud still going to happen till double or nothing because i don't know they're going to have to have t- 3 cages stacked upon each other to make this something that people would want to see you know it, it they have to make it you know it, there has to be a reason uh why tony khan is, has decided to continue this this uh, feud hangman was done he said it himself, you know. It's it, you know that he's going on to do other stuff. Just leave it there. Uh, if, if the purpose is for Mox to turn heel, they could have done it with someone else. Take out his frustrations with uh, somebody else, you know. Uh, yeah, Claudio and you know somebody else could have uh, continue or could have had that match while Moxley sells the injuries because it was mm-hmm. an intense match for sure at Revolution and. You know, I was there, I got splattered with Moxley's blood. So, you know, I, I, I know believe me, it was it was intense. But yeah, I, I think it's over, it should be done. Uh let's see, let's see what the reasoning is be, uh, going ahead with the story. Here we go.
0: Oh, it's a new it's a new Christian and Chuggle Boy. Oh Unfortunately. that's harsh. That is harsh, but it is the truth. I mean, shit it's, it, it, man. I can't believe it. it's the truth. I'm with you on that, but we, we, all I know is that I'm happy that BCC is healed, but they should really move on with the story. Get, get away from this. How everybody, you know, all of you three mentioned this needs to move on, go on to other adventures. Maybe even, maybe go to ring of honor. Since you have Claudio and Wither that they're, they're fucking, they're, you know, the champions there have Moxie go over there, you know, and see what he could do for ring of honor. You know, who knows? I'm just saying it just that or take a break, Moxley. Jesus, you haven't taken a break since I don't know how long, man. She, you need to take a vacation. Since rehab, man. literally since rehab. Yeah. yeah, well, that was the last yeah, right? And he's been like on a he's been on a roll. Like he needs to restart the oh, he needs to recharge. Definitely, needs to recharge. Speaking of recharge, we'll we'll get into the the like I said, I'm gonna save the, the promos after the matches because I have a lot of questions I want to ask all three of especially. But, man, main event time, TNT, of course. Ah, oh, man. Let me just pull up uh, pull up here the – come on, man. You're loading up for But, yes, TNT Championship, of course. We have oh, Warlow versus Powerhouse World House. And, of course, the for the 24-7 AEW wow. Championship. Yes, I'm saying oh, it. Oh, it's a 24-7 oh. title. It is not a TNT title. It's not. It's 24-7. Hot Potato. But I said this on the recap. I said, I don't mind if these two Hot Potato, that title, as long as you give them a story, let us get to know who these two guys are. I want to know more of Hobbs. This is the book of Hobbs. I want to know more of Wardle. He gave us his story. Why the ponytail? He broke it down to us. Even in post-conference media. All right. then Please. I'm begging you, Tony Khan, and I don't have to beg, but to not involve another man in this fucking feud. Don't do it, all right? Don't do it. That's
2: fucking bullshit.
0: (laughs) Bullshit, all right? I'm tired of you putting people in this fucking feud. Let these two guys build that title. Two big meaty men slapping meats everywhere. And, hey, they did a great job. I I really enjoyed this main event. I mean... Fucking Hobbs took that, you know, backdrop to that, you know, to the car, and, and then Wardle with the swan tom. It was good. QT. It was expected because QT put it on social media on Twitter when Wardle put, "Hey, uh, somebody broke into my car, took all my stuff." And then you see QT putting, "Oh, I wonder who did." I mean, it was all we all fucking knew what was going to happen. But there you go. Now you have Hobbs being the leader of. The factory, maybe uh the cutie pies, how Mike Lopez would say <laughs> cutie pies. There you go. Maybe the cutie pies is gonna be the leader for that. I don't know, but I'm happy that congratulations for Hobbs to winning in here. Of course, in, he's from Oakland, but I think uh not Sacramento. So I mean, good for him. He got he got a win in Cali. Happy for him. Now, what's next? Let these guys continue the feud. Don't add anybody else, don't add you know, some some more Joe. No, not a Darby. Don't add. No, no. Leave it alone. Let these two guys build that belt. Let these two guys do it. They could do it. I believe in these two athletes. That's my digression about it, because I want this this 24-7 to be actually a TNT. Yes, I know it's a TNT, but I don't know. I won't get shit on it, but it is what it is. But give me shit all you want, people, because at the end of the day, I'm going to be like... I'm here to tell you right
3: now, we don't care. Let me tell tell you. (laughs) We don't care. I don't care. So, yeah, yeah. Anybody My. I care less about is Kid Bayless or Sean Sampson, whatever his name is. Sean Smith. Johnny Smith?
1: Smith.
3: Yeah, Smith. God do I do not care for that guy in any facet. But thank you. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. De Niro, break it down for us, but what are your what are your takes on this main event?
2: I thought the match was going good. I, I really enjoyed the matchup. You know, I feel like these guys have great chemistry, and I really want it just to have a regular matchup. But, you know, the title changed hands once again. I feel like this is, you know, it though. I I hope that Powerhouse Hobbs now has a lengthy title reign with it because I think that he's the right guy to hold that title and really start to elevate it again. I just hope that, you know, we don't have him dropping it. Like, the fact that we were just complaining about how this championship is getting hot potatoed and then it gets – Changes hands once again in just a couple days. It's ridiculous. Like, you know, this title used to mean something. When Miro held this title, it had prestige. When Cody held this title, it had prestige. When Brody held this title, it had prestige. Ever since then, you know, it's been crazy how many times that this title changed hands and in like with no story behind it. And I feel like, okay, I I like Hobbs as a guy, you know, just on his own. I don't think that we really need QT Marshall with, of all people, to be with Hobbs. So, Hobbs is the champion I'm happy about that I'm just not a big fan of <laughs> I'm just not a big fan of uh of QT Marshall or Hobbs it doesn't really make so much sense to me I, I understand how they're trying to make it make sense
0: but personally I could you know do without it yeah I'm with you man Miro. Uh, where where are you Miro? hashtag where's Miro? damn it hashtag where is Miro? he would have been perfect to be the this. T- oh my god Okay, well, I gotta hold myself because I'm gonna do. You're versus
2: Hobbs would be a banger.
0: Oh, that'll be a banger, him, bro. Even him versus fucking Wardlow, I wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah. I'm holding myself, hold myself, Ivan. Hold my composure.
1: Breathe, oh, Ivan. Breathe. I gotta breathe.
0: I gotta, I gotta <laughs> breathe. Ah,
3: I I All right, director, take it away. <laughs> the booking leading up to this obviously has been weird and less than spectacular. Uh. I, I don't know what the logic was behind it other than maybe Hobbs was injured. So they had to write storylines around that. And then he came back sooner than they thought. And they were like, fuck, we got to put the belt back on this guy now because we want to move it to Hobbs eventually. That's what it feels like. It feels like there was this weird, like poor timing of the belt getting passed around. Um, the buildup for Hobbs coming back, you don't do that kind of buildup if you aren't priming him for a title. So him getting this belt was ir- a matter of time. Him getting it this soon might have been a little surprising, but I definitely, like I said, predicted Wardlow being a transitional champion. Um, Where you go with Wardlow now is I thought this would definitely be an elevation, pun intended, to him into the roster, but there's no belt above this that is currently available except for the MJF title, which we don't know what the next move is, and I don't want to see MJF versus Wardlow again. It's too soon from their last, you know, feud. So as I think about this in the last two minutes, I think we are, I would like, I would like Wardlow versus Claudio for the ROH heavyweight title. Wardlow wins it. That would make the most sense to me. Mm -hmm. QTV involved in this. It wasn't just the the car break in, which I don't know if that was a shoot or not. We know that like a couple years ago, it happened to Jericho for real. And he got a shit jack from his car. I don't know if this is just bad luck again but I know that the QT thing was like a reaction to that. Like that wasn't an intentional storyline, him tweeting that he did it. But the story that we, that's lost is that a couple while ago, I don't know if it was years ago, there was a time where QT said something, the Hobbs are like, I got your back in the future if you ever need it. And then like a year passes and like, it's like the Kip Sabian thing. We like, we just completely forget that it happened.
1: And mm-hmm. we're just like,
3: "Huh? why is QT here? And then it has to be explained to us via social media the favor that QT was returning to him over some shit that everyone forgot about, which me is that's bad storytelling. That's like the Kip Sabian in the audience with the box on his head. It's like, why was that even a thing? They never talked about it. This is very similar to that. I do like the belt on Hobbs, as long as we're pushing Wardlow up. And that's, that's pretty much it. The bad booking of the hot potato. I can't explain it, but hopefully it's over with. We'll
0: have to wait and see money. Mike
1: yeah i'm I'm not a big fan of all all the title changes um all i'm gonna say is thank goodness for the rankings so we can see who's next um, <laughs> Do they, they even mean, exist
0: do they even still exist the rankings? <laughs> oh when? Yes, thank
1: thank goodness yes thank goodness for that but uh uh honestly uh i i know that the t n t title picture um has been all jumbled up lately but i feel that powerhouse He's the guy. He's 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 my guy to keep that title for a while and and make 100%. this matter again, right? Make the TNT title great again and all that stuff, right? Uh, Wardlow, you know, Chris Chris kind of mentioned that the MJF thing kind of just happened, but if you really think about it, it's been almost an entire year since uh, MJF and and Wardlow uh, squared off, right? At Double or Nothing, so. It's been almost a year, so you know what? Uh, At first I was kind of like, you know, not thinking about it, but I I welcome it. There's a story there already. Wardlow already beat MJF cleanly, very cleanly. Uh, So there's, you know, an advantage right there for him. So, yeah, let's see. Let's see what they can do with that, if that's the direction that they're going to go on. Uh, Danielson is gone, right, for now. So powerhouse, let's see what, what they got for him
0: yeah uh we'll see how the I just like this I'd rather have these two guys feuded up that's fine best out of seven I think it'll be great I I was expecting to be honest to be a singles like regular matchup but I didn't know I forgot that it was a false kind of anywhere anywhere can match matchup but I want to see more of these two guys I think they, they could do it and let's say power Hobbs decide then they lead with him let's say the best out of seven right and they keep it on Hobbs I don't want to mind that either because at least Hobbs could really can help elevate that title too. I think he could help it more, elevate more. How you mentioned, you know, Money Mike about it, having him, having Wardle, you know, maybe MJF. Maybe I see that down the line later. Because there's a lot of things that, which I'm going to jump in right now. The final thoughts about there's a couple promo segments that we didn't include throughout Dynamite. Three key things that I wanted to talk about it, especially was one, you mentioned Brian Daniels leaving. I don't have to fix it around. My apologies. <laughs> But yeah, yes, that Puma, Puma was, yes, but weird. Uh, talk about it. I mean, let's talk about the Brian Danielson right quick. I need to but, find that.
3: If I can find the script, if I can find the, the script for it, I guess is what you would call it. I mean, he, look, OK, this is what Essentially, like he was done again. But this time because of, I don't know what it was, like lack of heart or some shit or like he's just tired. Of some, I, I have to go back to my well, because, because,
2: well, he, he, he with his daughter.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Not, you know, not be injured,
3: yeah. It's Very. a work, it's a work. As a great Adam or Adam Wilburn from uh, what culture would say. It's a work, it's a work, <laughs> but Brian, you know,
0: Brian there saying, i well, you know, MGM brought up a good point. I can't be able to carry my kids anymore. No you know, this is. Is the yeah, moment I, I woke up, yeah. yeah. It's time for it's definitely time for me to go home. I mean, we're seeing that already happening, if so. What's next for Brian? Do you know? Do we see him take a long hiatus break? Uh, and what's next for MJF? I mean, there's rumor. Here, I mean, by the looks of it, we might see the ending of Hangman and BCC coming up next week. I'm hoping that's it. And I think we even heard it in a post in the media scrum they brought up Hangman's page name to MJF and him being the next challenger for Double or Nothing. And he reminded everybody that he beat in the Diamond Ring. He beat Hangman Page for it. So, are we going to see that? Are we seeing? Are we seeing Hangman to be the next in line for? Pretty, I mean, is he next in line for the for the AEW World Title? And give us your take on Brian Danielson leaving, and do you see him coming back being a heel, joining with BCC, or how would you book Brian Danielson? So, I'll take it to you, Dinner. What what would you do on this take?
2: I think Brian Danielson goes home for a week or two, calls John Moxley and says, Hey, being home is actually pretty cool. Why don't you try it? And then, you know, John Moxley <laughs> takes his hire. <highest. laughs> no, nah, I think that, you know, after losing and tapping to MJF, it, it's right that you take him off TV for a little bit, you know, let him build up a little bit again. And then once the anticipation for him to return is there, he'll come back. Um, as for you know what's next, I think that another person that MJF was talking shit about was Adam Cole. I wouldn't mind Adam Cole getting a couple victories and then having Adam Cole versus MJF. You know, I think that unfortunately right now we're still on Moxley and Hangman. So I don't see Hangman getting that title shot right now. Unless they do maybe like in two weeks, one final battle between the two and it's a number one contendership matchup. As of right now, it doesn't seem like hangman is going to be in that title picture. But yeah, I mean Double or nothing, I wouldn't mind MJF versus Adam Cole. Double or nothing's in May. You have about a month and a half to build that matchup. You could do that. I think that that would be good. Especially you already plant the seeds with Britt Baker talking shit about MJF in the pre-show of Revolution. And then you had MJF talking shit about Britt Baker and Adam Cole in the post-show of Revolution. So I think that they're planting the seeds, like, smallly. I like how you, like fix the dimensions of the pictures on the side so we can see Mike and Chris.
0: There you go. <laughs> <man>. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't oppose to see Adam Cole versus
0: MJF at the pay-per-view. Okay. Well, right, Director, give us your take
3: on it. Uh, I liked everything that you said. Uh, I think the matchup's going to be for Baker and MJF. I think we need to get DMD yes. versus the Bar Mitzvah, so that would be a match. No, yeah, I think <laughs> that makes sense for Adam Cole, but I just don't like when you have this big hype return. And then they don't win. Because I don't see that happening with Adam Cole. Mm. Yet, with this MJF thing. Because this whole Devil character, he's wrestling. I mean, he's he's just pushing. He's I, I see him pushing it more and more into that character, which is kind of getting out of that stagnant shell that we don't like, where he's kind of saying the same shit over and over again. I'm excited to see what happens on the Rebar Mitzvah. I think that's when we're going to get our next... Number two, you know, in the rankings, whoever the fuck that may be, it might be Adam Cole. It might be like Hava, Hava, and a boom. That would be the shit. I would love that. <laughs> Quote me on I that. If, love that if that fucking happens, dude, clip this for sure. I will,
0: I will, I will clip this. If that does
3: happen, I will clip this. Yeah. <laughs> right now, you're, like that. That. you're adding but a thousand predictions. I, I don't see MGF losing the belt anytime soon. And that just doesn't work for me. I mean, your prediction was that he loses it soon and he gets super humbled. That obviously did not happen. That would have been cool. But now that we see that he's winning by any means necessary and doing it alone with the help of, you know, the, the NOS tank, <laughs> it's just I don't see Adam Cole coming back and then winning. That would just be too soon for me. Okay, It would have to be – he'd have to go through, like, one more guy, one or two more guys. I'd it, be cool for his page. But he's in that storyline right now. But I would be cool with seeing MJFB page, someone who I don't think – you know like they've had very much storytelling together and the promos would be awesome because hangman sucks and mjf would light them up
0: absolutely love that money mike
1: you know hearing chris mention adam cole or i uh i forgot who mentioned adam cole that yeah i kind of set my mind into i would have rather it it, going back to the tnt title i would have rather samoa joe held on to that title build up adam cole to go after the tnt title and have him win that right instead of going the mjf route and most likely losing that right so i I think that 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 would have been a better option and it would have kept prestige on the on the tnt you know so there's that uh as far as brian danielson man he gave it all in that iron man match he, he both he and MJF uh made a great match there. Uh so you know he will take some time off. Um you know, that's all good there. But hangman to challenge for MJF, I don't know, man. And and stop saying Daring Young to aim AEW. That's not gonna happen. No, I'm not <laughs> allowing that. T- Tony Tony Is this a thing? Is this a thing?
3: I don't need Tony, actually, I heard
1: no. That
3: just a not that I, heard of. <laughs> I don't know if it's true to be you honest that, that,
1: that no. come. That, that <laughs> comment has been coming up for like <laughs> seven times, right. but no, nothing against Darren. Ivan no. has been put up that comment like ten times already. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for real, like I think MJF. uh I mean, we all know that he's not losing that title till 2024. So, you know, uh, I'm
3: very okay with that.
1: <laughs> you know, he's it, he's the top heel right now. Um As long as he finds but, creative know,
3: ways to do it, then yeah, because he can wrestle, and I think this Iron Man match was. I don't mean to interrupt, but he doesn't wrestle to make you remember. Like, he, like oh, he doesn't wrestle. He sucks. He's a shitty champion. And then he hits you with that fucking Iron Man match. And like, ah, oh, this guy can go. He kind of gives you that glimmer of like, oh, he is great. But he's going to fuck with you on the way to doing it. Continue. Mm.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I look forward to seeing what happens next, whichever way they go. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I Man, like I said, this match
0: that he had at Revolution solidified his title reign as of that match. I want to say when he won the belt is the day that he defended the belt and defeated Brian Daniels and made him tap out. That solidified his now his title ring. Now it's time for him to run with it and go with it. I don't mind him having the whole year. That's fine with me. I'm seeing in the IWC community. They're comparing him the way how he did the media scrum, him eating pickles. to so next to CM Punk. Hey, I'm like, Oh no, please don't give me CM Punk. Tim said it last week. That it might be CM Punk, that may be the one coming, trying to, to dethrone MJF for it. If that's the case, I will lose my mind if it does happen. But I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not gonna jump the gun immediately. I'm gonna wait on it because I would rather enjoy the moment for MJF to have his title ring. Let's see if Hangman gonna be the next one to challenge him. We'll see. Or Adam Cole as well. don't mind, maybe down the line of All Out. Maybe he can save him for All Out. Who knows? There's a lot of things that MJF could have, you know, a feud with. Uh, two of them here that I wanted to bring up, you know, in the and these right, you know, pictures right here, which is what I have. Which is, we saw Ricky Starks the promo. I don't know where to go to this, so I might go somewhere here. And then Ricky Starks, rock hard, baby, comes out and makes, you know, his not his debut, but you know, made his impact, a uh, non pun intended impact wrestling towards Ricky Starks. And now we're getting Ricky Starks and Juice Robinson. There's I don't know where he's talking about. Him going somewhere else? Maybe the New Japan Strong? Maybe because you're having two shows in the East Coast, one show here in in May, Long Beach. That could be the case. Uh, Might see Ricky Starks in the New Japan ring. Maybe so. New Japan Strong ring. you know with Juice cutting that promo. Oh, we're gonna bring the whole Bullet Club here. Like Jay White's name is thrown out there. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, That's one. And also the other question for y'all is. Thoughts on FTR returning? Do you see them beating the guns right away? Or do you see the guns retaining those AEW tag team titles? Shock the world and shock FTR since they made the return. So I will take it to you. Money Mike Lopez. Break it, break it down for us.
1: Uh, I'll stay. I'll, I'll start with the gun club right now. At AEW Revolution, those guys had nuclear heat from the crowd. They Those guys got a huge reaction when they won. So, you know what? I wouldn't doubt them beating FTR. Uh, not cleanly, of course, but uh, I, I, I think maybe FTR might go in a different direction and kind of get that whole, you know, oh, they deserve the AEW titles kind of out of the way for now. Uh, maybe something happens someone else comes in messes it up for them gets their attention that way uh, but gun club you know I think that they got they have something there uh, as far as like heel heat uh, you know with the ass boys and I don't know if you guys saw this uh, press release that was uh, put out by the ass boy or gun club that they didn't want it to be called ass boys or whatever and this and that paper, they, put, they put the paper
3: on the sheets. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. You you keep talking.
3: I'll find the picture.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know there was all that and stuff. So um, yeah, those guys get reactions, and and in wrestling that's what you aim for, right? So so there's that. So I, I do think uh, they could retain in that case. As far as Bullet Club, it's interesting. You know, I did not see that coming. I did not see. You know, they showed the graphic right there on the Titantron. Um, yeah uh Jay white maybe you know hey I no complaints here honestly a part of me really wanted for Jay white to go into the ring during the Iron Man match and interrupt and you know go after uh Brian Danielson so a part of me wanted they see there it is right there that's what they had put on the chairs apparently <laughs> um, I, I yeah. thought it was real at first I was like they can they?
3: Do that, I can't believe I got trolled for like the, for the 13 seconds. If you may realize it doesn't work, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, it's fake. So, they really put that on the chairs, really? They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. They put that all over the like the first like I three rows. Been. Did you have a copy, buddy? Mm-hmm. Mike, did you take one? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no.
1: I, I, I did not want to get served at all. Oh, Dad, uh, I, to, take I, wouldn't, I
3: wouldn't have risked it. I wouldn't have, if in case it was real, I'd probably have kept it in my mouth shut. I don't want to be bounced out of that place. Mm-hmm. lock
1: it put it in your pocket you uh, but yeah so bullet club uh, jay white i do think it's a real possibility you know he has friends in aw so um but make sure to put his belt on the on the stand when you do a press conference please <laughs>
3: love it love it love it director uh yeah the ricky starks thing cool he's moving on to something else i thought it was i i don't know the music very well Uh, i thought it was jay white i was very excited just because i saw bullet club and that's the first thing that popped in my head it definitely wasn't juice robinson (laughs) i was like oh shit oh fuck it's just juice um so that that was that um as far as ftr goes you don't like you know cash waxer and dex wheelers said what That's a new like- one right there. they said it themselves we just lost 15 championships in three days you don't do that and then demand a title shot in the biggest company that you're in and so i definitely think they've got a long hard road uh to getting a title shot uh, i don't know what's next for them because they already are sort of calling out the, the guns Um, But have them go through lesser teams, you know, get some jobbers in there. Have them go through um, uh, Turbo Magnum, please. I want more TV time for Turbo Magnum. They are the greatest tag team champions from 1986 ever. Um, Mike, are you familiar with with Turbo Magnum at all? Have you seen them on Dark? No. No, Either one of the mics. Okay, cool. Oh, Oh, no.
0: Wait, you (laughs) know,
3: Mike – both mics don't know Turbo Magnum. Okay, <laughs> let me school you something.
1: Triple Magnum only in my supermarket. Turbo Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought you did. It. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Hold on.
3: I can't used that. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I got it right here. I've got it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Outrunners. I'm sorry. One of the guys is named Turbo Floyd. Oh. Oh the outrunners as a
2: jobbering team like two weeks ago right
3: yeah they are they're amazing they are only jobbers for now they will be over like rover in about six months i give you that i promise but have ftr go through teams like outrunners um whatever locals you can scrounge up i'm cool with them literally climbing their way through the ranks while still engaged in a vocal feud with the guns that would be cool um what else are we uh, discussing with the with these graphics here? Uh, FTR, uh, I'm saving Jade for last, but yes, yeah, just so FTR. FTR. Yeah, that's that's what that was it. Ricky Sparks and Juice. I'm cool with that. Whatever it is, where it is, not excited. Ricky's going to be, you know, the future of the sport for sure. FTR, like I said, and I guess that's it, right?
0: Okay. De Niro breaking down, brother. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I agree too. I think that um, Juice and Ricky are going to have great matches against each other. I think that they are probably going to complement each other really well. In the ring, both their styles. Um, if this leads to Jay White coming in, I think that's dope. But Jay White was kind of like kicked out of the club, I feel like after you know his his matchup with um Eddie Kingston. So I don't think that he'll have any part of this. To be honest, I, I still think that Jay White goes to WWE. I, I don't think he comes to AW. Um, so I don't think he's gonna play a part in this right here. I think that uh as for Ricky and Juice, I think like I said, they're they're gonna complement each other really well. For FTR, I agree with everything that you guys said. I think that it's too soon to have them come in and just squash the the gun club. I think that the gun club, you know, they do have good heel heat, like Mike said. So keep on building them. And you could build this up until – I would even say, you know, have them go at double or nothing and then have the gun club beat FTR there too. Like, build them up, have them stars, and then FTR could probably, you know, eventually get those titles down the line. But not right now. Like, have them go through – different feuds have them go through different teams and in the meantime you could be really building the gun club as top heel tag team champions
0: like that i like it great points all across gentlemen good job love it and of course the last question here on this on this graphic who will face who will challenge who will take the challenge for jay cargo in winnipeg i mean, there's a lot of speculations throughout the iwc you know in the, in the whole community Taya Valkyrie's name's been up there, as Jacoby put it in the comments. Hey, for that one, uh, yes, Taya Valkyrie is a free agent, and so it's there in the comments. There's a, maybe a local indie star like Lefisto. You know, she is a popular you know indie star for uh, for Canada, of course. Uh, you know, North America, and she has competed in GCW as well, Game Changer. Um, I don't know. I mean, who else could we name? Who is a uh, top star Canadian? You know. You know, a women's wrestler. I I really, those are the only names that were I seen. I don't know who else can you really think about. I mean, Taya could be really the main one. So she's a agent now. Yeah, right? Taya, I don't know how you guys feel. Whoever wants to take it, what do you guys feel?
2: Yeah, I'll say real quick, I think Taya Valkyrie would be a huge addition to the women's division, just like Darren Young would be a great division, a huge addition to the men's division. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just, so Taya would be a great uh, addition to the division. I think that, you know, bringing her in, she's a veteran. She has, you know, great skills in the ring, great skills on the mic. She can only add to that division. So the women's division will be even stronger with Taya Valkyrie there. So I'm all
0: for that. All right. The money, Mike, or Chris, whoever wants to take it.
3: Go for it. I, I have something oh, okay. to you. You're the guest.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh I yeah, Taya Valkyrie that sounds interesting to me. Uh, I didn't know she was Canadian, actually. Uh is she? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. she is. Okay, okay. yeah. Well, I didn't British that. Columbia, it's ah, part of Canada. There it is, of course. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Canadian. so okay. I, I always associate her with Mexico for some reason. I mean, she you know, she did the hero
2: where she actually Canadian but
1: made their name in Mexico. mm That's right. yeah. I, I don't know too me. much about her, but <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, she would be great in uh, free agent, right? So should be easily to easy to have her on. Uh, it would be a great, great match. Um, would she win? Who knows? But, uh, um, you know, I think it's time to get some real challengers for Jade. Mm-hmm.
0: Glad you said it. I'm glad you said it, brother.
3: Director, I want to hear what you got to say. I like of Valkyrie and AEW a lot. I think she's a highly credible threat, nay even someone who I would not be mad at winning the belt, but I don't think a surprise appearance debut title win would be the right move for either one of these people. But it that being said, that would be pretty wild and I would cheer for it if it did happen because there's not a lot of surprises in, in AEW like that, and we haven't had anything like that since, you know, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole debuted in the same night. That was the last time I fe- really felt like, holy fucking shit, I just got surprised.
1: Um, I think I think you should reenact uh, that reaction <laughs> right
3: there. <laughs> Thank I, you I, said, uh, I don't know. Was Mike even, was DeLorean was even part of the podcast at the time? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I ripped my shirt off and parked out when Adam Cole and I was like fucking hulking out. Dude. It was it's on tape. It's bad. It's so bad. It's cringe as fuck. but it's who I am. Yeah, I like Taya and AW. I want that built with the storyline though. Um I want to see Jade Cargill dodging her, throwing her baddies at and Taya, and Taya just running through them faster than Jade did. Because we all know Jade beat every one of the baddies before they became the baddies. So that would be the storyline. Is she booked to have a match and it's like special opponent? It's like well, J- yeah, well, Jade yes. So, Jay does have a match. We know that for a fact. We just don't know who. Damn it. I just wish he would just come out. Right there. See, that's that's this week coming up for Dynamite. I'm looking. It says, Canadian Open Challenge. Fuck. God damn it. Yeah, it's probably Taya. I mean, that would be where I would put my money if I was Tony Khan. Uh, if not, there's a lot of names being dropped I'm not familiar with. I don't know Alexis Nicole. That sounds like a porn star. Uh, no disrespect. Oh, no, 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 a... no.
0: She was on George McKay's Straight Talk Wrestling. uh She's a good, she's a good wrestler, bro. She's really. really I take nice that, that same back.
3: I mean, like it sounds. It's very. That's a very, very <laughs> <laughs> pro wrestler name. Let's put it that way. Um, is Athena Canadian? No, <laughs> no she.
0: No, no, Athena's not. Is You're Chris Statlander
3: Canadian? No, no she not. Not. She's from, like she's from like the Midwest, right?
1: Oh, she's from she was space. from New York. Oh, New York. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yes, she is. The Andromeda Galaxy, exactly. She's an alien. Not too far.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, is the only. is the only name I could think of because it's like the biggest name off the top of my head of a Canadian wrestler who can be there. So, I just I'd rather it be a promo than a challenge, you know. But uh, we'll see, we'll see. I'm a, I'm kind of excited for this. I'm kind of now I'm curious.
0: Yeah. Um, I think we're all curious for this week. Dynamite coming up. There you go. That's the card. We have the main event, the AEW World Trials title, House of Black. That is NBA a
3: fucking S- dynamite. That is a pay-per-view level dynamite. It's a, I'm oh Winnipeg, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. The debut of QTV. Okay. <laughs>
3: PewDiePie, QT, the debut of QTV. All Not right. everybody needs a manager, and Hobbs with QT Marshall is like putting – I I don't know. Compare it to, it's like putting QT Marshall with Wardlow. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) And and look, see, there you go, Chris. It's the
0: Outcast. No K. You see, it says right there. If you see it.
3: Yeah. Cool. And
0: the
2: biggest thing that's going to happen on this dynamite is Jeff Jarrett is going to become the AEW International Champion.
0: (sighs) Oh, my God. Fine. I'm going to, I'm, oh, Jesus. No. No. Mm -mm. Mm No. No. No, 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 hell no, no. Fuck 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 Fuck
1: You're lying. Why <laughs> Just for just for the record, he does sound like Michael Scott. He, he does, does, right? <laughs> he just <laughs>
0: Everybody's going to, yes, yeah, so, so Lucas the Lupisto, most likely. Jared better win. Oh, jeez. Obi, you're my guy. It's
1: his world, Ivan. It's his world. Uh,
0: Why would you play games with me?
1: Geez. He's the king of the mountain. The
0: okay, mountain. Fine. Let
2: yes. it,
1: I'm fine.
0: fine. Okay, 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 fine, fine. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. Jeez.
2: We've been in communications. He's going to be coming on soon. I, He's just going to pop up one day on the circle of debate. He's going to be I, like, oh, I, Jeff Jared sucks. I, all
0: science." What?
2: Oh, Just like Mike
0: up, it's
2: going to be Jeff Jarrett.
0: I, am I going to have a debate with Jeff Jarrett? I don't want to have a debate with Jeff Jerry. That's the last thing. Oh, no, You're, he's
1: not, you're not ready. Something. You're not Gosh, ready. I don't, no.
0: I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lufacito. Oh, yes. Lufacito. But, man, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What a great, fantastic episode 144, of course, with, of course, the by God of podcasting here coming along today. I appreciate them. Yes, he's still part of the family. Of course, he's doing behind the scenes. He's doing what he needs to do. We appreciate Mike Lopez, of course, for joining us this evening. And uh, well, this afternoon, excuse me, um, for everybody in the East Coast, because I know it's already 6.17 over there, three hours ahead. Central's 5.17, but we're right here at 3.17. But we appreciate right. you guys. Don't forget to follow subscribe right there below. You see Suplexology, Bait Destroyed, Circle debate, and the Bloodline Entertainment yes. Network. FDS, ladies and gentlemen, because they have upcoming shows and I have them right here for you. We got here oh, March 24th. We so got yeah, Vegas, here. baby. Vegas, baby. As a director, will be there day one at the Apocalypse in the Desert for night one and for night two, March 24th and 25th awesome. in Vegas. And of course, in sequel de Mayo weekend, he will be in Lancaster, of course, at Be a Hero Festival, as he'll be there Saturday, May 6th, and Sunday, May 7th. So if you guys are around, you know, or attending, to these shows go say hi to the director uh buy him a
3: non-alcoholic drink uh Shirley temples if you Shirley want to get temple specific, you guys may not know this but that is my that's how i judge a bar or venue is on their Shirley temples <laughs> Shirley that's temple's right
0: good. Shirley temple is really good actually it is not bad it's i like I like i like the chair that's what
3: oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but man i enjoyed ah oh, man money mike lopez it's been a while but hopefully, we get to see your face more here again. You know, you're, you're family here, bro. You know that it's your we, – we, we always say a five-man. I always say five. I don't say four. I say five because, hey, we're five. You know, Matt Katz is here, but, man, you know, he's here in spirit. So, it's five of us. So, you're – hey, anytime. I know you're a busy man. You've been doing fantastic work with SuperPixology. I commend you, sir, with the vlogs you've been doing. Love it. If you haven't checked out the Revolution 1, check it out. Subscribe to him now. That shit is... oh, mwah. Chef's kiss, baby. I enjoyed it. But I appreciate you, money, Mike, for tuning Thank in. You. Thank you
1: for having me on, guys. Thank you. Much appreciated. This is oh, your okay, show buddy. as much
2: as anybody else here, so you're on whenever you want
0: to be on. Exactly. You mm-hmm. already know. Yes, yes. <laughs> Round of applause. There you go. Ah! Oh. There you go. You're too
1: kind. They're just winning <laughs> An Academy Award. Thank you. Thank
0: you. You already know, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we have a lot coming up this week. But I'm going to let the people know what's happening on the COD channel and the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Let them know what we got in store for DeLorean coming up this week.
2: We have a huge week for the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Tomorrow, we'll be talking about... The April 23rd, 2001 episode of Monday Night Raw, the go-home show to Backlash 2001, where the main event of this Raw is the Hardy Boys teaming up with the Brothers of Destruction to go against Edge and Christian, Stone Cold, and Triple H, the biggest eight-man tag match in WWE history. And then on Tuesday, we'll be talking about 2006 Bound for Glory, TNA, career versus title, Jeff Jarrett, he's going to win a title on wednesday he's going to be going against sting in a career versus title match with the special guest enforcer kurt angle wednesday ecw hardcore tv from september 5th uh, 1998 the main event is the sandman versus just incredible in a single port cane match and it is the Sandman's last appearance in ecw before he goes off to wcw and then on friday we're talking about the last well we're talking about the second episode of smackdown it is in the main event Triple H teaming up with Shane McMahon against the Rock and Sock Connection. Huge week for the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Huge week for the COD, Bloodline Entertainment Network. Throw your ones up in the air. We have a lot of content. Hit that subscribe button for COD. Hit that subscribe button for the Bloodline. Oh, it's a
0: lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. But hey, De Nero is. I'm going to do put my it.
3: fist out for the original SmackDown uh, Arena. That was such a baller set. You talked about yeah. that, right? You covered that? Fuck yeah. That thing was shit. It was amazing. The 7,000-pound, 200-foot fist just above We're the
2: We're still on the oval set right now. You remember the oval set with the yeah, – like, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the
3: UPN one, the UPN set. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So soon we'll get the fist, and that's the
0: greatest entranceway in
2: wrestling history.
3: Fantastic.
0: Oh, man, absolutely. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in here on this lovely Sunday afternoon. We'll be back hopefully next Sunday. Depending on the schedules, of course, we have to. we will stay tuned for that because it's either be Thursdays or Sundays, so it could be either either way, depending on everybody's schedule. As you saw, the director will be hella busy coming up because he's, oh, yeah. he's he's gonna rock out with this. Ooh, he's gonna rock hard, baby. Yes, he's gonna rock hard. <laughs> yes, he's gonna. ball oh, yeah, he's gonna. You know what? He's gonna be doing this, man. Yeah, he's gonna be. We're doing a lot of that. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. I am excited for the director I am. but yes we do miss you Matt I'll play you. With-
3: there
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a plan for Matt. It's been a while. Hopefully, you know, we gotta get to like mm-hmm. how Dom said the, the Furious Five. Yes, the Furious Five will be coming together soon. Hopefully, Matt gets everything situated It'll the Furious Five, ladies and gentlemen. But yes, don't forget, Bloodline Entertainment Network, Circle Debate, FDS, Suplexology, the rest of the DeLorean, everyone else. We don't just podcast. You know what? For once we got to let this man say it. Money Mike, tell him what the hell we do. We don't we don't just podcast. What do we do?
1: We don't just podcast. We make history. Must be juju. Goodbye.
3: Goodbye. Good night. Oh my god. It's so great. Bay! Yes!